Hello, hello, and welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. Uh, I am your minority, Beverly J. Clark, and today is Thursday, September 29th, 2022. And it is, uh, autumn is in full swing, I guess, because it's been pretty chilly lately. Um, and here with me tonight is my co-host, the pumpkin spice latte to my basic B word. Um, I'm not swearing because YouTube doesn't like it. It gets mad in the first 60 seconds or something like that. So uh, just being careful there. Alex Maselli. Hi. Hello. <laughs> How are I've you? Had, uh, I had an interesting day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, someone... Uh, you know how, like, I know you're not much on Twitter, but like, uh, like on Twitter, like sometimes you run across someone who decides to quote tweet you and reply to you like a thousand times. Oh. Yeah, well, and so- then and then they're like, because they won't just start to keep it in a thread though, and I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. losing track of where. Like, you're not doing this for a conversation; you're doing this to like try and make an example out of me. Like, I have had that yeah. happen with. Yeah, so that was going on people. today. And the hilarious thing is that at one point he said, I'm done with you, Alex. And by the way, he kept calling me White Alex, which I'm like, that's my new nickname. I will white only Alex. answer to White, white Alex Alex now. and White Vagina. Yes. <laughs> but like he said, I'm done with you. And then he quote tweeted me two more times. Why were you White Alex? Because uh, he wasn't white? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care that much. Well, that goes into the, like, it just, it reminds me of the, you know, it's like the cluster B behavior on, on line these days that would, I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm not diagnosing anyone, but like (laughs) when you can just compare behavior and see the similarities between them. So, um, yeah, but uh, that's, (laughs) so you were having, because I get that. That's why I stopped doing Twitter and stuff that way because like it gets me I get too like emotionally upset I by certain laughing. things and then uh okay yeah the news <laughs> but then I so, like his followers were coming after me too and one of them called me a bigot and I literally laughed out loud because <laughs> I don't it, like I don't care <laughs> it depends I guess on like who yeah I guess it depends on who or the conversation or something though too like if they're just idiots on there then it's like whatever uh, hi, G-Man. Hi, Coley. Ha. Um, are One we of going the, to uh, on boobs that Carter started? I didn't even get to finish the episode last night, so I don't know <laughs> if he ever got. I, I, it was like an hour I, in, and he hadn't gotten to boobs yet. I don't. I have no idea. Like, I have no idea what's going on there. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, like, the other thing that happened today is that in our members' chat, someone posted a ad, an old ad from Hertz that said um, uh, it was a picture of OJ Simpson and it, and it was like, you need a car and fa- car fast. And they're like, become a member of the Hertz club. And I immediately, I swear to God, it was a minute after the person posted it. I said, I would like uh, one white Bronco, please. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ended up tweeting that out uh, by the way. And, um, added hurts saying I have a request and they replied saying that I should DM them to fulfill their request. And I was like, this is the best response I could have hoped for. <laughs> like, 
like this is my dream that you you fell for this <laughs> like clearly i'm joking but they they responded i'm like yay good job <laughs> amazing and then did you dm them with no, the, I didn't no. DM them. you should keep it going you know you're committed <laughs> yeah really uh so i <laughs> keep it your day um it's fine i was <laughs> finishing that elvis movie and watching a few episodes of cyberpunk edge runner so i was like gotta actually prepare for tonight and <laughs> be able to- i want i i kind of uh not saying whether i liked or disliked cyberpunk but i kind of wish i did watch all of it just to be able to like talk in full i only watched like the first three and a half episodes so far though but i've um, only watched the first one okay okay so then but i guess just yeah maybe it's my thing of like because they're I don't want to get too into it yet until we get there, but it's just like, oh, it might have been helpful to like get to to see where it was all going. But um, before we get into those two, I do want to wait. I feel it. Like, oh, housekeeping. Yes, <laughs> Let's do that. We've got a book club this Sunday, right? October second. Okay, so we're doing uh, Salman Rushdie's The Satanic Verses at nine a.m. Pacific, twelve p.m. Eastern. Um anything else like soon so just the next book club is going to be october 30th it's two in one month um and that one oh this, the satanic versus you and carter are hosting that and then on the 30th we have juliet doing slaughterhouse five by kurt vonnegut um what yeah. oh and i guess the other news too we've got a new series that we're doing tomorrow <laughs> Yes, <laughs> almost forgot do. about that. So it's uh, going to be similar to Kafefi Break. We're going to make fun of the news and then have guests on. And although we, s- we mentioned this last week, we were planning on having Josh Slocum on. Unfortunately, he's got a lot of things happening right now in his life. So he had to, we have to reschedule him. But we do have John Delarose coming tomorrow. So we will yep. hopefully get Slocum on in the future. Yeah. Um, but that'll be. Uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, similar the same time as Narrative Dissonance, just Monday, Friday. It's on Friday now. Um, what else? Am I, is there anything else I need to be saying? I don't think so. I think that's everything big. I got, speaking of big, I got a new monitor. I mean, it's the same size as the TV that I was using for this new desktop, but it's higher. As I was telling Alex before this, that has like the stand, so the camera's up even higher now, and I'm angled in a different place because i think i had the stream on sunday but last tmr was angled differently but uh yeah. so now this monitor is just gigantic but from the tv that's what i was saying about the sizing like the tv it like had everything super zoomed in so i was like i'm not you know i thought with having the monitor i can like oh i'm used to my 13 inch screen on my laptop and now i'll have more space but everything was just like zoomed in so much that i was like this is kind of like having the same th- space as my laptop but now it's on because i couldn't change like the resolution like whatever the sizing was with it but now on this monitor i'm like things are small i can actually fit a bunch of stuff on the screen and <laughs> use it um yeah, uh, William Brown. Yes, I have been w- rearranging. You can see the key chart. Also, I was thinking I've been poor practicing poorly. Uh, Post credits tonight. I'll play Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody on the big keyboard here. Um, I will mess up a bunch of times though because I was doing well, and then I was practicing like right beforehand, and I'm like, man, I'm missing all of these notes. So I'm <laughs> gonna lower expectations as much as I can. But uh, <laughs> I'm playing Bohemian Rhapsody. 
post credits, post haste, post credits. Um, okay, I think that was everything I can think of. Um, if if a lemon drop comes in into the mudroom at some point this evening, I'll show you how gigantic she is. She's almost as big as her mom now too, because she's almost seven weeks old. So we've got this baby goose who's getting humongous. She's she seems to be like in her awkward teenage stage now. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, she's kind cute and is like in the like gangly and awkward. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> and I've got like some video, every time they, they run from far away, my camera can't zoom in, like the zooming isn't good, but like it's so funny to see because uh, the older geese, they've got their beautiful wings as they're running. And then she's just like, <laughs> <laughs> and like her feathers aren't fully grown out, but then she's just, wow, wow, wow. Chewie hears me making fun of them. <laughs> He's yelling that. He's complaining. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> but I was making fun of your child, not you. Um, but yeah, so there it's the, this age too, like where their feathers are coming in, they've got like the fur still, but then the so it's just really uh, like gawky looking and and, and uh, a little ugly. She's she's actually Chewy was pretty fugly when she was younger, though. Like she went from ugly duckling to like pretty goose. But uh, I feel like Plop is less. Like she's got more of lemon grabs. Lemon grab had like his weird suit, but he he was still cute. But uh, <laughs> I'm like Plop is a blend between them. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So I need a screen share because we're let's watch uh the Deadpool. Update. Yeah, let's watch that. Um, I have not seen him yet. So you have okay. I was wondering if you were just nope. saving to watch Brand it. Brand new. Perfect. <laughs> uh, Deadpool update. Let's do this. Streamyard. There we go. I'm gonna zoom in. Still learning how to use a desktop computer keyboard rather than a laptop. Um. Sorry, I got distracted. I was looking to see like what are what are these suggestions on the side? Like I never even watched Mr. Beast. I don't know why that's being suggested. Okay. Let's see. Can you hear this? Hey everyone. Yes. Uh, okay. Perfect. We're extremely sad to have missed D23, but we've been working very hard on the next Deadpool film for uh, a good long while now. I've had to really search my soul on this one. Uh, his first appearance in the MCU obviously needs to feel special. We need to stay true to the character, uh, find new depth, new motivation, new meaning. Every Deadpool needs to stand out and stand apart. It's been an incredible challenge that has forced me to reach down deep inside. And uh, <laughs> I have nothing. Yeah. Completely empty up here. <laughs> but we did have one idea. Hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine one more time? Yeah, sure, Ryan. He's <laughs> <laughs> like eating. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, sure, Ryan. And I love this, too. Coming huge. Coming huge. It's just so great. That's pretty funny. So I am not till 2024. Holy crap. I have to wait that long. It's a, it's two, that's two years. Uh-huh. Why are you, 
telling us now? I didn't even pay attention the first time that it was going to be two weeks <laughs> ago. Oh, yeah, so really. long. But I freaking love Deadpool. Um, and I actually, the only Wolverine movie I've seen is Logan. <laughs> so I only saw when, spoiler alert, he dies. Yes, he does. So but, it's a future movie, though. It, it is, is, yeah. So and they like get into that. Yeah. And the part two. So before we discuss too much, let me let's just watch the second one that came out too. I, I hope this is the only one. There might be more, but I might be missing. Okay. A lot of questions. Whoops. Oh no! Hi. What did I do? Hi. Hi. How are you? You have questions. Yes. I I had a lot of questions. I'm sure you had a lot of questions, but rest assured, we're going to answer them right now. Like. For example, how is Wolverine alive yeah. after Logan? Logan uh, takes place in 2029, mm -hmm. totally separate thing. Mm -hmm. Logan died in Logan, not touching that. What actually happens in our film is these two... <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, we're definitely getting blocked for yeah. Thank you, Kevin Feige. Love you, Kevin Feige. Thank you, MCU. <laughs> so yeah, I was I just the the videos that they're making. I'm like, this is I love it so much because this is the kind of thing that one I want to see into, like the kind of thing that I would do too. Though, so I'm like, this is perfect <laughs> um, yeah. to tease everyone like that, and just to, that their friendship. I think I saw a comment say something about how if if uh, Deadpool and Wolverine or Wolverine or anything like their friendship in real life, though, then we're gonna be in for a treat. Yes, um, <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh, I. I, I, you think we're going to get demonetized or fully blocked for that music? <laughs> uh, probably demonetized. They might take our money. Uh, <laughs> I point, am. Yes. William Brown's asking, what are the odds uh, Disney will royally F Deadpool 3? I don't know. I'm, I have some concern. I was pleasantly surprised by how well the first two were because like compared to who did, who was it? Was it Sony? It was Fox. Fox. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's so why I was thing, surprised because Fox was, I'm like, ah, Fox is usually. Uh. Well, the thing is though, is that the first Deadpool movie was basically in the can and someone leaked footage from it because they, Fox was talking about not releasing it, but then the internet like lost their fucking minds over the leaked footage and was like, please let us see this movie. So they release it and they make a shit ton of money. And they're obviously we're green lighting another uh, mm -hmm. movie for this were they and really gonna not that was that was it? the Why? like uh because it's an r-rated superhero movie and a lot of people thought you can't get people over the age of 18 to go see movies oh. uh, you know r-rated movie like superhero That's movies silly. this was essentially the bullshit excuse they were saying and it's like I'm sorry, but most comic book fans are like from their 30s to their mm -hmm. 50s. They're yeah. firmly in that line. Yeah. And 
so it's like, yeah, you're going to get them to show up. And besides, like, MCU's viewers are mostly adults, too. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know what the thinking there was. You're not going to get families to go to Deadpool. I can agree with you there. But that's not who the movie is for. It, and it was still successful. It was incredibly successful. Yeah, because I think, again, it, it's similar to, like, oh, they're – well, I guess I could say that maybe they had a good reason to be hesitant because like now with like MCU doing stuff, like they're changing up genres and people aren't always liking that. Like, oh, what are you doing? I like it. I like seeing the mix of it's not just straight superhero. That's why I like that it's you know, like uh, uh, Doc- Dr. Strange kind of had like horror movie and then and Thor was just weird comedy. Um, but so I guess like some people are going to be put off by that. But I would think like Deadpool, like, no, you have Ryan Reynolds. That's so just going to be like, uh, it's going to be graphic and funny and uh, something to do with like super powered people. So I'm like, yeah, I, if, of course you're going to have attention on it. If we hear that it's not an R rated movie, I think that means they messed it up. Honestly, mm-hmm. that I think uh-huh. that's going to be the sign whether or not they messed it up. Yeah. Because Disney is like that. so intense about their like bloodless MCU. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, is that when it comes to like a lot of people disliking MCU right now, is that I think it's just played out. I think a lot of people are just bored with the genre. That's why I was point. saying that, like, with them change. That's why I like it. Uh, switching up genres a bit to try and like, because uh, it's like, oh, they're upset that they changed it. But if you had the same thing, then you're going to say it's redundant, and you've seen it a lot. So like, I'm okay with them trying to shake things up a bit and and try out different. Because it's like you're releasing a bunch of movies anyway. At least with these ones being like not just uh remakes of things like, <laughs> make some re- like make some changes and stuff though so uh i guess i'll give them credit for doing that a bit whether or not whether they end up being flops or not it's just kind of like yeah i remember well, i mean i like the weird is. things they did with wandavision i did mm-hmm. i felt like falcon and the winter soldier was too much of the same when it came to like a captain america kind of title like it and i was like i was bored like (laughs) with this international intrigue stuff that they were doing with it i didn't i didn't yeah it wasn't my favorite i uh, i thought it was okay i think woke people didn't like it as much so because then it became more patriotic than they expected it to be (laughs) they wanted a lot more like the race war type of stuff though and, and <laughs> yeah, then it did. ended up being what's his name sam like where he was just he was kind of being more like i'm american in the end so i think i think i'm just trying to remember what friends what woke friends had thought of it when they did not <laughs> like it um but i think that was i kind literally of forgot how it ended that's how boring i thought it was like i forgot that i had finished it and that like oh yeah he gave some speech at the end didn't he like that mm-hmm. was the end Okay, okay. I don't remember so many details. I remember them going to like people's houses to talk for a while. Where <laughs> it's like, oh, you're in this like kind of, I don't know, the, the whatever neighborhoods of, where are they at? New York? <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, like I don't remember details. I remember maybe there was some spy stuff. I forget. Yeah, I don't remember details. I just remember like some ba- basic ideas. I kind of remember... Was it, I think Tim Pool was talking about how the who was the one guy that the that was they were almost going to make Captain America. He was and he was going to become like Agent USA or something like where what's her name from Veep Julia uh, Oh yeah, Dreyfus is gonna um, 
yeah so she's like playing whatever whatever woman like hey come join this team and I think Tim Pool was trying to say something about how, like, see, in the end, like, he was also like, he's going to be like, he's a, he's a, uh, an agent uh, of America kind of thing, though. So he's good. And I'm like, and I was wondering, does he not realize that Julia, Julia Louis Dreyfus is a bad guy in this? Like, she's clearly like, they're setting up like, she's not good. And then and so I don't she, think she, I don't think she's Nick Fury 2.0. I no, think she's yeah. more like, Hydra 2.0. Like honestly, I yeah, don't. Yeah, I, exactly. But she comes across as like, oh, I might, I'm kind of good. But then it's so, like, I want you to do this thing to help us as superhero. And so he, he's all for it. So he's just going to be used and manipulated. But that's why I just thought it was funny, just the way. And maybe I misunderstood, but the way Tim had it on his video, it's just like, she's not a good person. Like, why is he saying it like that? <laughs> I do not get that vibe from her. I think I, I get a vibe of creepiness honestly yeah yeah that's what i get off of her i don't know she's so slick it's not like nick fury when he came in where he he basically told you you're a dumbass but i want mm-hmm. you on my team right so he's, <laughs> he's very upfront you know he's blunt he's straightforward and yeah yeah so it's like i trust you because like you're a jerk but you're honest like when yeah, she's exactly. like oh like i'm i'm you know buttering you up and and saying things and like exactly. clearly not great um, <laughs> exactly. burton hello uh but yeah so i i only vaguely remember the rest of it though um also, i would like it if they would bring back daredevil and um mm-hmm. jessica jones but with the original writers i don't want them to like get some new crew of writers and showrunners i would like them back as they were dark they, and intense <laughs> are the show the series are completely over for those ones yeah they know. were the originally netflix shows mm-hmm, right and uh they ended them they canceled them years ago at this point and, they were just but canceled. Then i can't remember if they like, were canceled okay but then okay. they ended up on disney plus mm-hmm. which means there was some sort of contract negotiation renegotiation with netflix to get them uh and then we saw daredevil in the spider-man movie the third spider-man movie so i'm like Please bring them back, but and Punisher, Punisher as well. Those three specifically, but bring them back with the original writers and the original showrunners because those shows were so good. I think I think I only watched the first episode of Punisher. I don't think I ever. Yeah, I don't think John Bernthal's performance as Punisher is just so good, and like. Half the like I half the time by the end of the show, I'm like, how are you still standing? Because yeah. he's so broken. <laughs> he, he, he gets he he takes so many punches and gunshots that I'm like, how is he still alive? It's like it it, it does beggar belief that he's still alive and just mm. a regular old human being. But I, I also must just be human. Like he doesn't have any. Oh, no, he has okay. No I'm at gonna all. struggle suspending my disbelief. Then like ah. yeah. That happened we, oh in and um um Resident Evil the films once Alice like loses her powers now she's just doing these crazy stunts and and everything that like no normal human could do like I could I, I could accept that like oh she has some sort of superpowers now like yeah why did there was no reason that they really took those away especially at the end where they kept saying she still had like some of the virus in her anyway though so I'm like why does she just why don't you just say she has powers then like this is um, I know I hate 
I hated the fact that they built up for three movies that she had powers. Mm-hmm. And then on the fourth movie, they're like, no power, no powers. And I'm like, you can't do that. You and this is they're all of them are written by the same guy. So like, are they? Because no, it seems yes. like they're not written by because the end of no, the no, fifth no. one, the fifth one, where's uh, the um um? Why do I always the dorky guy? <laughs> I always forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Wesker, Wesker, is that right? Wesker, um, yeah. Um, he like gives her a shot and says like you got you know your powers again you got your powers back and then in the sixth film they just talk about how like oh are you mad about how he lied to you he pretended to give you your powers back but didn't actually and then left and I was like that's how you're doing like so you didn't actually give the powers back and you're just saying that like oh we're kind of retconning here so it doesn't matter and I'm like why would he even do that though? Like just as a character, like what was the character choice? Like why would he have done that to just make you think he's on your side? Like that was the worst way to retcon it. That movie, those movies are such a mess and it pisses me off so much that he, he wrote them all. (laughs) The director wrote them. Uh, Oh, and he's married to Alice's actress. Yeah. They met, they met, doing the first movie oh okay um, okay but yeah i i hate the fact that he wrote all of them and it's like could you have at least watched them before you started writing the next script <laughs> yeah. like all the previous ones could you have watched them <laughs> just to help with continuity at all like i get bothered yeah. by that i think people writers need to be more careful about that with like shows and stuff especially just because people now like i i've always been someone like i mean marathon of this so then i know that like hey you said this thing in season two and now in season seven you're saying this other thing about like your parents uh criminal minds what comes to mind with uh penelope garcia because she was just like my parents died in a car accident and then she has like step parents who like because her last name's garcia but then like they also died and it was always unclear whether or not were your step parents like you had a step dad and then and then they had a car accident, but then you were adopted by another family or the, <laughs> you were adopted and that was your stepdad and then they died. And then you, so it was just like a mess because I'm like, I have no idea because they changed it so much. Kind of reminds me of Juliet O'Hare's family. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The absolute mess that is the. They her- did cut. Cause then later on they did go back and say, Oh, he's my stepdad. And then they threw it. So like, uh, uh, I, I I don't I know. They acted more. There wasn't an, an earlier episode where Laster doesn't have anywhere to go for a holiday, and he comes over to Juliet's family's place, and it they act like her family is like this perfect American dream family. Like she's got nephews, mm-hmm. and it's like who is the parent oh, that she's nephews. related to? Yeah. If, does she only <laughs> have that brother? Yeah, the sibling thing doesn't make, unless there are other, maybe there were Yeah, but then nephews. we never actually hear about these other siblings. Yeah. It was just a mess. It yeah, didn't make that's any fair. Because like, I can accept her if it was just the dad and her. they're saying that like, oh, she just called him. Because I have a friend who's who has a stepdad and, and they got married when she was like 10. Um, but she, but now she like she just refers to him as her dad too. So I was like, I can accept that if like he's just been part of the family for so long. But when you're, you know, changing your sibling relationships and stuff too, then that's bad. Hello, George in chat. Also going back to the genre thing, I see William Brown had said, yeah. I don't buy that the genre has played out as poor quality stories coming from Disney Marvel. Look at how well Spider-Man No Way Home did bringing back Garfield and Maguire. Uh, 
is that sincere of saying how well Spider-Man did, or is that? Uh, I don't sorry. know. Did it do as well as the I don't know? Ones? Yeah, that's, I'm not sure. I thought it was fun that what they did, but uh, I don't know how well it did. So, so I, I don't know whether that's this is a sincere thing about it or or making fun of it. I think um, they were mostly playing on nostalgia, though. So it's like kind of hard mm. to like you can't play on nostalgia for some of these other films. You know, I did like love TV the Andrew shows. Garfield version. I thought he was really fun. I was sad he didn't get the third movie. I uh, couldn't finish the second Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie. I got oh. bored and I was like, I'll come back to this later. And then I literally still oh. have not come back to it. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> I how bored I was. I think, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, really, I mean, he's fine. It's just, it wasn't all that enjoyable to me. And it might be hmm. that the, the script's not that great. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I don't have a problem with him as Spider-Man. He's not a bad Spider-Man. Um, and he was really enjoyable in No Way Home, but No Way Home is a better script, I would say. But because um, first of all, the Spider Verse idea is a thing; like I, it exists. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm totally fine with that kind of multiverse playing and um, and everything. So like, I do think that it was a pretty good script. It had some plot holes, like the idea that Electro is there because that electro did not know fireman was peter parker oh okay yeah hmm. so, i see i never watched the original one with mcguire toby mcguire um i've seen like just pieces of it on, when it was on tv back when i had like tv um, <laughs> back, back in the old days oh rob robinson thank you for the super chat uh, says you are both awesome. Take care. <laughs> That's so true. Thank you for just <laughs> saying nothing but the truth here. And thank you for the super chat again. Um, all right, for Spider-Man: No Way Home, I actually hated the ending. I didn't. I was not a fan. I because I just have a thing against making people forget stuff. Like I, I understand like the that they were trying to write it in in a way, to, but like at any time, like I just from Pokemon the first movie to like anything else where it's just like, where like, what was the point of this film when no one remembers anything? And <laughs> uh, I just, I, you know, it was just like only one person or one Pokemon will remember it or whatever. But I was just like, no, I hate it. Cause I feel like then I wasted my time like w watching it. Though, I'm like, if no, I guess it's like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around here, does it make a sound kind of thing? I'm like, oh, if no one remembers it, did it really matter that it happened? Um, so yeah. I just don't, I never like that as a right. I, 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 people can argue that it was worthwhile in it, but to me, it just always feels like a cop out, like no matter how, how it's done. And then, and then with all of the, what it ended with like the, the other world dimensions or something opening up. Um, is that right? And I forget what my problem with that was, where it was just kind of like, Oh, or maybe it was, didn't he, it seemed like to defeat the purpose. Cause I thought he was trying to like stop that from happening and it happened anyway. And everyone forgot about him. If I recall. Wait, how. I think they all closed up by forgetting about him. That was the solution to the it fact did. that they, I, for, I, I need to remember, I have to rewatch it. Cause I can't, <laughs> cause there was something about it that I was like, this didn't make sense to me, but uh, I wasn't prepared to have a discussion on Spider-Man. So I haven't watched <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. There was I mean, something I where I was like, it in a while either. <laughs> oh, I think it was that maybe it was something about how like they didn't know what was happening, like who they or I don't know. Uh, well, 
at some point I'll rewatch it and then talk about it because I just I don't have enough memory for this. Um, maybe I that's why I hate people forgetting things. I already have a bad enough memory on watching <laughs> stuff anyway. They're like, I don't want them to forget about it. I'm already going to forget everything you did. It's kind of funny to me that everyone says, you're watching Spider-Man 2 through rose-colored glasses. And I'm like, all right, let me go watch it again. Nope, still very good movie. What? Uh, okay, so what are your problems with Spider-Man 2? <laughs> like, I don't... Like, I, I, that movie came out when I was in high school. I, of the Maguire ones? The Maguire one, okay. the second Spider-Man 2. Um, because the other one's The Amazing Spider-Man 2, I think. But yeah, Spider-Man oh, right. 2, uh, it was very well done. The script is very good. It's tight. It's it's a tight film. Um, and I, I saw it twice in the movie theaters. It's very enjoyable as well. And I'm like, what, what, like, I'm like, okay, if I'm seeing it through rose colored glasses, what's wrong with it? And I've never heard anyone actually give me like a critique that makes me believe that it honestly is a incredibly flawed movie. Like, mm-hmm. I, I still have not seen anything to suggest it's not a good movie. Are they? Um, like, I'm not going to say it's like the best movie ever made, but it's not, not a bad, bad movie. Are they yeah. as fun as like the other adaptations are? Like, is the the world itself like? Are they kind of like? Because I feel like, especially the newest one, and I think Andrew Garfield's too. Um, but because they were both like more outside of like deaths, like more lighthearted, and and uh, so was Tobey Maguire's. So, like, did it also have like the similar like comedy vibe? Oh, genre I mean, he to was it? quippy when he, he still had was. To- Spider-Man, like, see, that's the thing, he's like, you have to be quippy as Spider-Man. Right, yeah. Quippy Spider-Man, I think you're a failing Spider-Man, <laughs> like, honestly. But it, uh, Tobey Maguire's, like, I agree with the idea that Tobey Maguire makes a better Peter Parker than a Spider-Man, because his his performance is mostly in his eyes. Mm. And so you can't really see that mm. with the mask on. But okay. he he did a really good job, he did. Um and they and like I said, they still were quippy as Spider-Man. So it's it wasn't like it's not like that part of it lacked or anything. The action sequences are still pretty good. They help. They hold up. They're not too cut. Too many cuts to make it like impossible to. I think Sam Raimi was better back then than he is now. Hmm, honestly, okay. like. Well, well, I'll add it to the movies that Beverly needs to watch thread on this. <laughs> so William Brown's even saying shame on Beverly McGuire, Spider-Man, and Spider-Man 2 are great movies. And uh, and Wallace, Williams is trying to uh, back or, or be more optimistic about it and say, don't look at it like that. She's just got something good to look forward to. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll need to add that to the list. I will watch them. I just, I think the parts that I saw were like when he's hanging upside down and, and talking to MJ or like it's raining or something though. I'm like, this seems like more serious and romantic and i think that was just from like i'm not interested in watching watching this too much well he novel. had that the the first movie the the upside down kiss in the rain which yeah that's the scene that I, like yeah on mtv's is the best kiss uh of the year uh because mtv used to have that award i don't know if mm. they sold it. Well, who the fuck watches who watches mtv yeah yeah i know exactly it was it was failing back then and that's why they had awards like that. <laughs> but like, 
Peter, uh, not Peter Parker, uh, Toby Maguire hated that kiss because like rain was running up. Yeah, what is, you're upside. I'm trying to think of like whether, uh, especially in either position, like upside down, definitely not. Like you've got water coming down on you. And then, so like just a kiss where everything's wet too. And then, and upside down. And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't think mm -hmm. that would be very enjoyable for he hated yeah. it. Water was running up his nose yeah. <laughs> as they were filming it. Seem like, very romantic. No, so, I mean it was sexy. it was romantic at the time. No, I just mean for him. Remember. I mean like yeah, in, for like, him. in that moment. If I'm hanging upside down though, and uh, <laughs> I mean I guess like, but he's uh, he's not like you know stuck upside down. That's just his. You know he's used to being spidery like upside that, down. But, yeah, um, I think it was it was romantic for people, but it was not romantic. For yeah. Uh oh. Well, I think I'm freezing. Yeah, you're coming in weird for me. You keep talking for a minute until this clears up. I don't know. Everything on my end is good. It's good. You're really roboting yeah. for me, so I don't know if okay. it's weird. Let me check speed test then. But it might be, I mean, it could just be my download. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you are the one. No, no, people are telling me I'm okay. robotting. So let me check. <laughs> then I'll keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm surprised by that because I just always expect that it's going to be me roboting. I was because uh, yesterday, Alex, Juliet, and I were talking uh, about the show tomorrow, just preparing for it. And like, it seemed fine. And then in StreamYard, as I was helping Carter prepare, uh last night he like uh, the quality was really bad i'm like is it me like i never know like hit it's gonna be so hit or miss as far as like i think it was me but my internet is so well my uh, internet uh is at 80.6 download 37.35 uploads so, so i don't higher than i ever problem. get you sound fine now so maybe it was just yeah. like, a quick glitch or something and maybe because it's like super high like yeah that's almost my max for everything so yeah no the one that i'm on now the wire i have uh, the one i'm plugged into i think is normally like 30 down and like maybe seven up on a good good day Ooh. um so but it works <laughs> like that's how i've been streaming starlink we can get up to like you know be like one between 120 and 200 sometimes download and it could and i think the highest i've seen has been like in the 30s upload but usually it might be like 10 but it has like the intermittent things for a few seconds that it's just not stable enough. So it, what happened to you now is what I was kind of seeing on, I mean, it was my problem when the download was bad because um, it'll drop for like briefly and then come back in. And I just, I'm like, it's not reliable enough yet. <laughs> um, oh, William Brown says that the kissing was popular because of Mary Jane's wet dress. Mm, <laughs> that, that checks out. <laughs> I imagine that's true. So I, going back to Deadpool, I'm sad that it's not till 2024. Also, I didn't know it was pronounced Feige. Is that how they pronounce Fe yeah. <laughs> it? Yeah. I thought it was like Feig or Feige. I don't even know how I thought it was, but I didn't, I didn't think it was Feige. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they're pronouncing it wrong on purpose or that's just how it's actually pronounced. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, I mean, that's how every time, like, I've seen it pronounced by people in oh, like, okay. video interviews and stuff, which I, I'm like, really? 
Yeah, that's upsetting. I don't, I don't approve. But uh, I think after these came, uh, uh, my boyfriend is watching um, the first Deadpool right now too. So I got I was watching some of it. Ryan Reynolds is so funny. I love him so much. And I, I've read the first issue of Deadpool from like the 1993, whatever, like the early, because I was trying to start from the beginning. I never finished it, but I was just like, I don't know if I'd like the movie series more if Ryan Reynolds didn't, wasn't playing Deadpool. Like, I, I don't know if I could like it the same. Like, I can't think of anyone else who I would think would do as well as he could as Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um I agree uh, but with that. then again, I don't know that many actors. <laughs> so <laughs> my, my but he was my always an, am- an amazing Deadpool. He's like just hilarious, so funny and irreverent, which is what Deadpool needs. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if Deadpool isn't making both twelve-year-old jokes on an R-rated, you know, level and being like bloody and violent i don't think it's deadpool yeah it's not deadpool to me and i know a lot of people feel that way too that they're worried like it has to be a rated r film with disney and i thought i read something about that they were planning on doing that or but i don't know it's because everything just happens they were like release information but it doesn't come out for years then i'm like i don't even remember what was going on like little mermaid where it was just like i thought that movie came out a couple of years ago because i remember hearing about it and then now it's it's, it's still not even out. I just have the yeah, ads. Not that I'm planning on seeing it. I just remember being upset by it before and upset again now. <laughs> um, like I, I know some people are like, how can mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. be? Uh, you know, like I, like they're like, wasn't he no longer doing this because he was looking old for playing Wolverine and it's like, yeah, that was kind of the point of Logan. And I agree with that. But even if it's just a small section of the movie that he's in or whatever, I'm, I'm going to be happy with that. Like if they don't expect much of him, I I think it like even just a conversation between the two of them Mm -hmm. as to Wolverine would, would probably be good enough for most people if he's he a was huge... a lot younger i mean like like or he's played it for a long time is that what? so he yeah, i mean it's like 2004 i think and okay. wolverine's not really supposed to be getting older age. but oh, okay. actors too mm-hmm. uh is part of the problem so uh like that was one of the reasons why he basically was like logan's the last time out and everything okay. but um so, like, I can see how that's a concern. I mean, like, Tom Cruise is clearly immortal and drinking the blood of virgins to <laughs> stay yeah. in the health and uh, physical fitness that he is, but it doesn't appear that Hugh Jackman is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of a, a concern for some people, and I get it. Uh, I think, I mean, and I'm saying this because I know that I, it's just, I haven't watched any of the other Wolverines. I'm fine with him looking old because I haven't, I don't have that like expectation of him looking young though. So I'm like, he can be in it as much as he wants. Like if they're going to have fun with it, but maybe they'll also do some like makeup or something. I, I always worry about like any CGing that they do. Well, yeah. But so if they can Disney, just do like some actual makeup. amazing de-aging CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So if they, I mean, if they do just like a little bit of just like wrinkles or something, like maybe it's fine, or at least just an actual makeup that could be okay but i don't know i guess i will see i have to wait two years so it doesn't matter how i feel now because i'm gonna forget about it and then two years (laughs) and i'll just be like 
excited again. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a thing. So I guess it's nice though that like I get to be I get to be thrilled about something multiple times though because I won't remember it later when I take forever. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all I have on Deadpool stuff. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I understand the 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 dislike because it's Disney and all that and the woke stuff too. But I love Deadpool, <laughs> so like I'm gonna. <laughs> Give it a chance. I love Ryan Reynolds. And, I love, and I just, I don't even know Ryan Reynolds. Like he seems like he doesn't really do much like politics activism that I know, at least as loudly as other people that he speak did. out so much. So. It was, it was kind of funny during 2020, there was a point where him and his wife apologized for getting married at a plantation. Oh, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then his and his, him and his wife also gave a shit ton of money to food banks during 2020, mm-hmm. during the lockdowns. Like a, like a lot of money. And it wasn't like yeah. wildly, you know, reported kind of thing. Like he didn't yeah. do an electric commercial going, look at all this money I gave. No, that didn't happen. So like it was, it was a legitimate, like I want to help people kind of move, honestly. So like he's kind of like in the middle on everything, I would say. Um, but uh, it Falling to trends sometimes, though. That's the thing. Mm, celebrity, okay. no, no celebrity escapes a trend. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Unless you're like really actively avoiding it, though. But then, yeah. So, and I, I guess I can, like, when you're in Hollywood, I can, I can understand that that happens sometimes, though, too. So, but like, when you're not someone who's just like outspoken all the time, especially on Twitter and trying to do that, like, I like reading when he, he and his wife make fun of each other online, though. Like, I think that when I've read through those, those are or pictures and stuff, those are hilarious. Um, yeah, there was that one, someone, some like magazine posted a picture of his wife, like when they were out to lunch at an outdoor patio, like table, and they just, they cut him out of the photo. So it's just her. And they, and they asked, what's your least favorite part of this picture? And he responded, the cropping. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they do it to each other where like like happy birthday and like it'll be I think it was like Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds and uh and she'll post like Blake will post about it and like but crop out Ryan like, husband Ryan and just only have like happy birthday to the best person ever and, uh, and or once like where I think it was a group photo with like his, his whole family and Ryan posts something about how like uh you know like the uh, here's to the three greatest people that I know and Blake, <laughs> like you know, just because he's like talking about himself instead with like his two kids, and, yeah. Uh, so like they're just so mean to each other, and I love it. Um, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but also, William Brown says if you keep Wolverine in classic costume, you wouldn't notice his age. Does he have yeah, like the, a the, mask? The face thing? mask. Yeah, the face mask comes like right on like to the edge of his nose, and, like, and maybe they do that intentionally too like maybe because like deadpool you know, you know the the scene with like when he talks about what's uh Col- coloss the colossus, colossus and uh negasonic teenage warhead, warhead. but that one doesn't and he has i didn't get to see that scene earlier but it was just like when he's like oh the house is empty almost as if the studio couldn't afford any other heroes or something <laughs> so he just like calls yeah. it out so if anything that would be like hey like you're only wearing this mask the entire time like that's weird and if they <laughs> if they actually address it like i think that'd be totally fine um, yeah like he said all right like all right, you're getting kind of old man like <laughs> yeah like anything yeah, I mean, like he did that 
with uh, um, Cable in the second movie when he says, you know, it's like, you're dark. Are you sure you don't belong in the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, the meta shit from Deadpool is like half the fun, honestly. Mm-hmm, right, yeah. So, so much fun like that. I think I think if you're gonna bring Wolverine in as an old person, like Deadpool's the place to do it because you can be meta about stuff and like, uh, and I, and then we can just kind of like, okay, you called it out. Now I can move on. Like I can accept that this is a thing. Yeah. Um, however, that they do it, if they do it well, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's move on to less fun topics. I'm I watched sorry. Elvis. <laughs> I finally finished it today. It took me quite a long time uh-huh. to get through it. It was so bad. When did I start I, the? Uh, let me look back in, in our Discord because you said, <laughs> yeah, you God, said that. The, thing, the shit I said. It's over two and a half hours, and then I start. Oh, because you said like you're in the first act and you hate it, and I said I'm in the first <laughs> five minutes and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, um, I was. So I never watched, I didn't watch any of the trailers or anything. Like I saw like very oh, like I saw brief in theaters. things, very, very brief shit about Elvis. So, and I was like, oh, I'd, I'd watch an Elvis biopic, but it's not an Elvis biopic. It's a Tom Parker biopic. <laughs> they lied to me. Yes. It's about, it's called Elvis, but it's about Tom Parker and and it's so cringily filmed yeah. and edited. Oh, it's so uncomfortable. And it's just another fucking Tom Hanks movie. That's all it is. I think it's funny that, I mean, like, usually the way this goes is that, like, you're more critical of things. And then I'm a little bit, because I'm pretty easygoing about a lot of stuff. But I think we're kind of on the same page with both, like, you know, like, Deadpool, we both, like, give it a chance. Elvis did not like and. <laughs> Because it was, it was so, it was cringy. It was cheesy. So I did see the preview uh, in theaters, and that's why I forgot when they started getting and the when they had like, oh, uh, Martin Luther King was killed. So then, like, the way the previews made it seem was that this was going to be more heavily uh, uh, like activism and stuff about it. And then it wasn't in the. So I was like already kind of like upset that I'm like, oh, this is what it's going to be about. And then I'm like, oh wait, it's not. But why did you make the preview seem that way now? Like, so now it was just misleading to make me not want to watch it. And then I did watch. And then I think like, so there were so many flaws with it, like along with like the cheesiness. It was, <laughs> yeah. I, I, let me see. What did my notes say? I, I think, Oh, go ahead. I feel so bad for Austin Butler. Cause he does I such he a did, good job. He did a great job. Uh, like I, oh, yeah, I thought he was, Elvis, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's not given enough to do in this movie mm. like there's a scene where they literally show a video of the actual Elvis saying some stuff that's like really important moment in Elvis's life where he's talking about his life and I'm like why didn't you have Austin Butler perform this it, you hired an actor we can watch <laughs> footage of Elvis yeah. it's all over the internet like, you just have Austin Butler perform this scene. It's such an important moment. And I, I just got so frustrated the whole week. I kept having to pause it and do other things because I was so annoyed. <laughs> it took me four days to watch this movie. So it was like two hours and 40 minutes or something, whatever it was, like over two and a half hours. And because I saw it, like I, we were talking about it on the 26th. So I started at 26, 27, 28, and I finished it today, 29. So it took me four me days too. to finish <laughs> watching this uh, and I watch a little bit of it each day and I just and yeah. 
in in its defense, I I do sometimes I will take that much time watching a movie. I don't like I've I have multiple different like shows and movies started that I haven't finished, and I'll like go back to them because I'll, I'll sit and watch for a bit and then go and do whatever else. But um, but this is also like it was such a long movie, and you mentioned too that there was a four hour cut, and I thought there's a part of me that's like. Oh, that that's so unnecessary. Like if it if they were doing like what they're like everything that they showed on here. But another part of me is like actually, maybe it would be better because like I can see you know oh we can do like a a, a fictional uh, documentary series or so or like where you just like you make it into an actual show or something though. Because I think one of the problems was was that they they just kept they kept not having like the gravitas in the scenes. They just kept saying like, here's this thing happening now. And like, okay, now we're over here. Like they just skipped any like real yeah. emotional uh, it was, uh, meaning in the yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. It was frenetic. It's pacing was incredibly frenetic for being two and two hours and 39 minutes long. Yeah. So incredibly like, like through all the years of Elvis's career, mm -hmm. just constantly changing most of it narration by freaking Tom. Yeah, yeah. Weird ass accent. And then, yes. <laughs> so I was both and unfocused. I don't know if that, I mean, like maybe this is how actual Tom Parker had spoken, but I just kept thinking like, like, you know, it's either a foreign accent or you just kind of sound retarded. So like, <laughs> he was like, from Norway, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like a Germanic thing. When I was, I forget something like that. Yeah, I, I looked it up, and now I forget. Um, let me let me look it up. But, uh, but yeah, he the accent was not good. It was kind of like yeah, it was. It just sounded uh huh. Yeah, is so it Dutch. Was, He's Dutch. Mm -mm. Yeah, and I, I just, it's like I, uh, I don't know, but, but yeah, so where it was just like each thing, it, it, it didn't sit. That's why, like, I think if it, if it were four hours, like maybe they cut out like good parts where it was like, hey, we actually get to have like the, the emotional, uh, the scenes like between characters or like how he feels about things. But instead, it was just like here's this quick thing, like okay, and we're seeing his success. Like I would have wanted to see more of like maybe he just was easily successful or something. But like you know, you always love seeing, or I think that's what like audiences like is seeing like the the journey of like oh how you make it though, like the underdog story or something though too, or just like any. But even if you're easily successful, something if you put in some conflict and drama to make it interesting, and instead it was just kind of like here's this thing that we're gonna make you big okay you're big now here's this mm -hmm. thing that we're like and i just i don't super care and like you're talking about how like oh he's stressed out during this part here like as he's and he's taking pills but now we're over here and, and like uh, i'm like i just don't care like i'm not invested in the characters like i want to be like i was watching it did make me sad for the real people um like the life that they had that like i, I you know elvis being uh, 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 manipulated and stuff with with the colonel and and like you know splitting up with his wife and stuff too like and there were things about Elvis like the history with him and and everything like oh I had no idea about any of these things and so I thought it was interesting to kind of learn just stuff about his life but wish it was I more it was better I, written <laughs> yeah really uh, I I one of the things that kind of bothered me is that I felt like I needed to know all the details of Elvis, Elvis's career to really know always what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like the part with the dog, like I didn't get that at 
all. What like it, I, the where he he's he's gonna go perform on a show and they want him in tucks and tails. Oh and then there's yeah, the, the basset hound there. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Like from the movie, I don't know what happened. So I feel like I have to actually like read the Wikipedia page about Elvis's career to be able to like really know everything. And it's like, then don't show that. Honestly, mm-hmm. if you're not going to like really tell me, because I'm sorry, but everyone like Gen X and younger do not know Elvis's. Yeah. Friend. We don't know. I guess. So I mean, to, Oh, go ahead. And then I was also going to say though, that for a biopic, I feel like it covered too much time. It covers like 35 years mm-hmm. basically. And that's just too much. Right. That's why, like, it was rushed in a boring way. (laughs) And uh, so that's why, like, if you just picked a certain part of it or you made it into, like, more interesting, like, like a (laughs) three-parter film, though, but, like, you made it where, like, oh, people really want to, like, you you have, like, dramatic scenes and and whatever. Um, I feel like this was a total waste of Austin Butler's performance. Yes, yes. I like, honestly, <laughs> yeah, because I, he did so well, and and with the dog thing, I I guess it was just like I, I, I the way that they portrayed it just seemed like oh it was going to be you ain't nothing but a hound dog, and they had it where like this is like a kid friendly thing, so you're just doing that. So like they were just laughing at him because he's just so pathetic. I don't know. I didn't hadn't thought about like if there was more to it or not. I was just kind of like okay, like this was just a thing that's embarrassing for him. But maybe there was like a I guess it was a real thing that I imagine upset him. Yeah, like, I did look at the Wikipedia page afterwards and I'm like, oh, okay, this really did, this was a thing. There was stuff that they skipped too that was also really important to Elvis's career. Oh, like really? his meeting Nixon oh. and all the shit with Nixon. There's literally a movie just about Elvis's uh, relationship with Nixon. Oh, okay. I yeah. Know that. Yeah, um, and then... Um, they kind of romanticize the end of his relationship with Priscilla Presley because, by the way, he was talking about leaving her for other women. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like they made it that he, I mean, he was already sleeping around, but like they did show sadness that he like wanted to get back together with her. And um, he didn't want her to leave, like, but mm-hmm. he literally talked about leaving her before oh, okay. their relationship ended. <laughs> so it's like, and then, like, after she moved out, he had a girlfriend move in. He had a, Oh, like, a really? That's what I was wondering. I'm like, did he uh, did he stay single? Because I hadn't looked into that after watching it. But, like, did he stay single enough? Uh, or, or, like, that he slept around but didn't have anyone, like, real. But it sounds like he did. Um, yeah. Which, oh, and just for her, too. Like, I think I had heard this before and I forgot about it. But, like, they mentioned it in the movie where and he's like, when you're 40 and I'm 50, we'll get back together. And I'm like, hold up. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're a decade younger than him, and like that's not a bad thing generally. But you met overseas when he was in the military when she he was, was like 24. She was 14. Yeah, I looked it up, and I was like, yeah. "Huh, no wonder your courtship was seven years or whatever." Yeah, like they got yeah, married. they had an eight-year courtship um, before they got married because so, she was. Uh huh. And I forgot about that. And I guess I hadn't thought about how old he was. And I thought, like, it's just a, a wee bit young for that. Like, I, I think if I, I, I'm okay. Like, you know, like even if you're if you're like 16 to like 21, like even those ages, like I can be kind of like 
a little bit more understanding there. But when it's like tw like 23, 24 to, to 14, I was just like, ooh, that's iffy. It's but much. I, <laughs> yeah. He didn't even make it to 50 either. He died at 42. Mm -hmm, 42. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's why I was sad when, I, when, he, when he said that line in there. I was just like, oh. Yeah, you know, he doesn't even make it that far. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, like, I, I mean, I felt bad by the end of the movie. I felt really bad for Elvis. Like, and I was like, how did you make me feel bad for someone who made who was I like, what, like so I, famous? Like, he's still like one of the top names of all time. And I, and I'm like, he had to have been miserable, and mm -hmm. and that's terrible. Like, I feel right. so bad for him. It just reminds me of like any like child actors and stuff too. Like, oh, like, oh yeah, you're super famous and successful, but then you go through like whatever, all these terrible things, like uh, that people don't realize it until, until you like shave your head and, and on, go through whatever problems. And, um, oh my God, so I, st like, I do feel bad for her and I have felt bad for her for a very long time. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, which one? Cause didn't we have Britney Spears and didn't Demi Lovato also? <laughs> I don't know about her, but I, I know it's Britney Spears when she had her, her breakdown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I still, she's basically on the same path as Elvis because she is literally doing seven shows a week in Elvis right now, in Vegas right now. Is she? Just like Elvis. Oh, yes. I didn't even this, know she was performing again. Oh, she's been performing there for a while, which is why it's like they're saying, like, why the conservatorship is, like, under question. It's like, you're saying she can work every day of the week, eight shows a week. So like two on Saturdays, but yeah. you're not, but you're saying she can't make her own adult decisions about her mm -hmm. life. That sounds like fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, real quick, just to acknowledge some stuff that we had, uh, outer passion zone, two sixty one talked about John Lord a musician. Um, uh, I don't know why I said like RIP, but because it looks like he died in 2012. But I didn't, I wasn't really aware of him. I'll look into him later. Wallace Williams says legal in Tennessee at the time if you're first cousins <laughs> for the age differences. Okay. And Brian Hepburn says Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin when he was 23 and she was 13. Ah. Um, well, I, yeah. Oh, I want to get into. Although they'll save that for like a different show when I talk about um, maps shouldn't be allowed unless you're looking at a street, <laughs> a street <laughs> <on Google. laughs> Um But yeah, I what were we just talking about before that? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So just I, I think the people who get manipulated, and even for Elvis too, like they that Tom Parker got after Elvis's death then they looked into it and saw like and then he ended up going but then I also read how like he still became friends of the estate again later on like Priscilla invited him to things though too so like they were able to, so I don't know like if it was sort of this like yeah he seems like like a skeevy guy but but also you know had some like not everyone is always terrible so like maybe he did care in some way but like I don't know. Like they definitely, they made it about him and they kept trying to defend, like, I know I cared about him, but like they did portray him as pretty terrible though. Um, and like, I felt bad for Elvis. So like, Oh, you want to travel internationally? And then he never got to do that except for Canada. When I was looking up stuff, like he only ever went to Canada. And then, but I was also reading that he, in real life, he didn't seem to like push too hard about it though. Um, uh, at least at the time. I, mean, but I think, 
Oh, he actually was kind of a child star. He started performing when he was 13. Was that how old he was? Okay. Not, not when he signed with Tom Parker or anything like that. Yeah. But he, when he was like young when he started like really performing like, around. Performing. And like, I don't think anyone who starts that young is really going to be great at figuring things, figuring out how to control their life. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. Uh, well, I, like, I mean, I don't know how old he was. <sighs> Well, no, I know he was like between 22 and 24 because I know when he, if he's 10 years older and you met Priscilla when she was 14, she, he was 24 in the military and, and he was there for two years. So his mom died like when he was 22-ish maybe, but like he had this like dependency on the, uh, on them. Also, let me just note too, as far as she goes, I, I mean, I'm, I feel bad for her. Like, you know, she had a drinking problem and I think that, that's terrible, but I was also just kind of wondering if her husband ever tried so like because it just the way the movie did it was just like you just like the elvis like mentioned something like hey you should stop drinking so much and then she didn't and, and but like the husband was never shown to do anything at vernon and i was like wondering they had him like take it really hard though I'm like but just just the of the scenes that we saw i was like it just didn't seem like you were really trying though like if you really cared like wouldn't you have like tried to do more for her or something though like because at least for like priscilla when she was upset by it like hey like you're you know you're doing all these things i'm leaving you though like i don't want to be a part of this you're not like getting the help you need and so but like they're still trying to get him the yeah, help later so, on right yeah so she, <laughs> like, but she does make a decision that like hey i don't condone this i'm choosing something like to to separate or like to try but like vernon never acknowledged anything at all about it and then was just super sad when she died like why like you're living with her why would you not say anything like it, well, I, don't, I don't i don't know mean, the real life one but in the movie vernon is not shown as a good person no like, even in the like this is what was elvis's childhood he was in prison mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and uh so and then like when elvis collapses he lets the like doctor give him essentially it has to be like speed mm-hmm. you know to so that he can perform that night so vernon is not a good person like in this movie he, he you know Elvis's dad does not come off as like a good guy he also just so comes he, off like kind of a, a cuck or kind of like where he's just like he's so like weak about like oh I don't know how to and then and then he makes like bad decisions but he also is just kind of like oh, I'm not sure to um yeah. so I yeah I don't know like he was just annoying in so many ways and I don't know I think also when you're making these films, because like Priscilla and Lisa Marie, they're still alive. So then like maybe you're trying to romanticize it a bit to like help save face to like the people who are like to make things look okay for like the real life people. But um, yeah, I don't know how they feel about Vernon then because it's like. (laughs) (laughs) He died like a couple of months after Elvis did, I think. Oh really? Okay, I didn't. Know. I was yeah. kind of surprised how long uh, Tom Parker lived for another twenty years after. No, like how? Like you fucking cockroach. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like you, you look so unhealthy. Like you seemed unhealthy when you met him, and then you somehow just like hang in there forever. I know. Uh, like you can't. Like he was a gambling addict, so it's like mm-hmm. I wouldn't call him like the healthiest human being around. Right. So somehow he just hangs on, like skin of his teeth. I'm like getting annoyed by that. <laughs> just like really needs to stay there and gamble more. 
Um, what else? Oh, okay. So like, just generally, like I, I always knew that like people are upset by like King of rock and roll, but then like rock, but rock is really from like R and B and, and so like anything like from black music. So that's always just been a thing. I never realized though, again, I just didn't know anything about Elvis's life. Like that he, like he was just intimately involved with, with like, you know, growing up in the communities too. And like hearing the music though. And like how like direct, uh, his relationship was. And with, that's like with, pretty typical for musicians that like from like, at least the teens to when Elvis became famous of musicians going, fuck this segregation noise. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out with musicians who are good. I don't care what color skin they have. Like that was pretty like the musician scene was always essentially for the musicians. They wanted it to be unsegregated. They did not give a shit. Yeah. Uh, so like the idea that Elvis was part of that, like, yeah, I, I'd be surprised if he wasn't. Honestly, right. I would have. <laughs> yeah, and so I thought that was interesting because I just hadn't thought about it because I just like, oh, like he was just inspired and influenced by. But then like, oh, like because you knew them, like that makes more sense. Like you grew up with it. Like this is the music you listen to and stuff. Like, I was like hanging with BB King. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Oh, look at how awesome Little Richard is. Like yeah. you know, <laughs> I. What was I going to say? Uh, lost my train of thought. BBT. Let's see before that. Um, Elvis. If we're talking about Elvis. Uh, <laughs> it's gone forever. You talk for a second. I'm so sorry. Uh, I feel like I'm the one who derailed your train of thought. But like, I, uh, yeah, like I, I felt like it was a feat of, amazing ability that Baz Luhrmann made a movie that was both <laughs> frenetic and boring at the same uh-huh. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll come back to me. I'll go to the other part of I uh, just just the activism like where, where Parker didn't want Elvis to like speak about uh, uh, you know, like MLK or Bobby Kennedy when they got shot. And uh, I, and I was thinking how I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I'm trying not to be hypocritical. I'm like, I don't like when I hear like other celebrities and stuff speak out, like, you know, about all their activism and all these things too. So I was trying to figure out like, how do I feel about this? Like, am I, should I change my mind on it? But then I thought like, cause he's like, you know, you don't want to get political, but, and I'm like, I don't think this is about politics, though, necessarily. Like, it is about political figures. But I think it's okay to, like, acknowledge a tragedy within the country, though. Like, a big figurehead is like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Like, someone died here. And it's okay. Like, I think you can, that's, it's good to be able to, like, well, say, like, were, I feel that way about any people. There were three big assassinations in a row. Like, there was Kennedy. And then there was, there was MLK. And there was Bobby Kennedy. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, well, uh, so, been, yeah, like, what, seven years? Because, yeah, the first Kennedy, JFK, was, like, 1960, was it three or something? Three. Or three. Yeah. So, like, to me, I'm, like, of course, if you're, like, uh, most most artists, I've always been, like, on the more liberal side of things. That's mm-hmm. pretty typical. So, it's, like, these are people you probably admire, and you do have a platform, so wanting to talk about it kind of makes sense to me. Like, I like, but at the same time, 
I actually do understand Tom Parker's perspective that no, you're a musician, stay focused on the fact that you're a musician. Like I like to me, they both make sense. There's a sense to both of those arguments there. Like I cared about this uh politician or whatever this activist because uh they inspired me um Mm -hmm. i know i liked the things that they did like i get that i do um but i also get from the business perspective that like dude you sell albums (laughs) you know like i get that too but i also think tom parker was too commercialized with how Mm -hmm. he was wanting to do things because of the, the, the whole Christmas special bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I was trying to compare it to what I see today, like on Twitter and stuff. And I think it's like, oh, if if a celebrity makes a statement about something that like, here's a big thing that happened. And then, it, and you're not really like trying to be preachy about it. You're just like, I'm sorry for the loss. Like this, it's terrible. I think like, I'm okay if anyone said that about like any person on the, and uh, I, but I, but I don't want to see the constant, like if Elvis continued on to like preach about whatever other things though too, like, no, like that would be too much. Or I think my biggest thing is I don't, I guess I don't care about like if you want to choose to be an activist about stuff, I just don't like the entitlement that celebrities uh, have a lot of the times that their opinion matters more on this <laughs> yeah. topic, topic because that they're a celebrity or like, um, so it's I just agree like, with that. You, and I think that's where my problem is because I'm like, yeah, you can be an activist about how on anything you want. Like I can do the same thing if I want, like, even if it's out of my like, you know, career or whatever but like yeah it's just i i wouldn't expect someone else to like you should think more highly of my opinion though because of yeah. what i do in my career wouldn't, not only that but that i my opinion is more informed like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of laughable like don't don't like they they assume that their opinion is more informed it's like not necessarily like i'm not going to completely discount it like if when when it comes to someone like ashton talk Kutcher talking about um, human trafficking. I think he knows what he's talking about because he's been, he hasn't been like, I am the expert on human trafficking and you should listen to me about my activism. But he is involved. He is studying it. He is working to help the problem. So if he wants to talk about it, I think he probably, his opinion is informed. But there are a lot of people out there who are just celebrities out there we're not really all that informed and they just like, we should all get along. Like I listening to Emma Watson talk about, of course, trans women are women. Like it's just laughable. I, and I'm trying like, this is just thinking of how I, uh, what I believe on, on this topic now. Um, I think maybe the difference for me is with like Ashton Kutcher, if he's talking about it, like he, I don't know. I, I don't know anything. Like I know, like very, very vaguely about like his 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 talking about that, but um, that he's not like outwardly, you know, like Emma Watson would be like putting down other people for like you're not doing a thing. Like you're being bad about this, and that you need to do. So I think it's a thing of where like rather than being like, hey, this is a, an issue here, and we want to help and and protect like help people that are in, in struggling here, versus like 
I'm going to like put down people who aren't doing this and you're wrong for it though. Like, so it's just your delivery and how you approach your activism too. Like when you're attacking verbally people for, for doing things wrong and like, yeah, like I, that's just not, I don't think that's the best way to come across <laughs> when you're trying to, to like make a point and get someone to side with you though. But like when you're just like, Hey, here's a cause I believe in and I, I support this and like, this is a thing, but I don't know. So I, th- I think that's where my problem lies and I'm trying to like, figure out like okay how if I'm being a hypocrite when I'm just like oh it's okay to say one thing but then like when I see I'm trying to think of like oh is it because usually the activism will be things that I dislike anyway that I'm just like no like your your idea your thing here is stupid like that I don't even care about your point you're making but um but at least but usually it's just because they're yelling at you about stuff so yeah well they come off as arrogant Mm -hmm. know-it-alls and like listen to me you little people and that's that's not a great attitude to have no matter what you're you know like humility is very helpful in getting your message across it definitely um and i feel like someone like ashton kutcher or um uh, tom hiddleston they they talk about they do charity work and activist work but they come at it with a sense of humility for the most part so I think that the, like they're more palatable when they talk about these mm-hmm. things. You know, they're not like acting like I'm a genius and you should all listen to me. And it's like, no, like you're. They know that they're just actors, but they have money, right? And, and that's <laughs> the big thing is that like I I don't think it's inherently bad for it when it's just like oh you you do have like a, the money and like the the pool to make things happen though, so it can be good that you're you're taking steps for, toward whatever but it just depends i guess it depends on like how you're doing it and what you're doing um yeah and wallace williams says cashing in on the virtue signal versus actually doing good yeah that's true and i think a lot of them do that uh oh hey a malevolent llama says deadpool and wolverine will save the mcu they are claiming it will be r-rated fingers crossed that that's true yeah i'd be happy with that that would be awesome Uh, (laughs) Because they are, I mean, this whole, oh, no, 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 we can't make an R-rated movie because those movies don't make money. I'm sorry. Did Deadpool not make a shit? I know, right. Yeah, you've got two other films that you can compare to. Like, it will make money. Like, you just have to, you know, get over yourself of being, like, you know, family. made money, too. Like, these movies Mm. can make money. It's like, you're not just making money for the people who want to bring their kids to the movies. And they need to remember that. And then also yeah. sometimes some of these movies that are that are rated less than R are incredibly fucking boring. Like I'm not even kidding. I'm like I laugh so hard at how boring they are. Like Lightyear was a snooze fest. Oh my like, gosh, yeah. It was so boring. And then um like I'm not like most of these Disney live action remakes are just like unimpactful like entirely like no one remembers fucking movies not in the way that like you compare beauty and the beast live action to beauty and the beast 1991 animated everyone loves 1991 animated it it even created a new category at the oscars it was so good yeah it did best animated film oh oh, because it was nominated for best picture and they were like we need to have a category for these animated films and it's like 
that's how good some of these older movies were. So it's like, you can't just go, oh, let's cash in and make a remake that's boring and unimpactful and uninteresting. And it's like, stop doing this. Like, literally stop it. And it, it, it has less to do with whether or not you swap out races and more to do with the idea that you're putting forth a, a crappy script with a crappy un, unknown cast. It's almost oh, because Disney has gotten cheap with its casting, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and no one cares. No one cares. So it's like, just stop. Make, take a risk, Disney, and maybe Deadpool three is an, is more of a risk than we've seen from them recently. But maybe it'll be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think you they have the money still to be able to take these risks. So, <laughs> like, if it's and and I just I don't know. I I think uh, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. I think they can make the movie good if they are kind of given given the ability to like the free range i guess to do so like even with like a terrible yeah other terrible things i think they uh, mostly ryan reynolds to me <laughs> like, they can make it happen like you as deadpool i think i i have hope for it <laughs> um, speaking of uh disney so this happened this week uh, they like there's all this Wakanda Forever, so the Black mm. Panther two movie, oh, right. um, and, and they yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So they hired a, they have they're doing Namor, um, who is the Submariner. That's his subtitle. Um, he's usually wearing a speedo with wings on his feet. He's the king of Atlantis, hmm. uh, and this is the guy they got to hire him and they to play him and the Tenoch. Huerta talks about how Nemour was inspired by the culture and history of Mesoamerica. You can take Atlantis from Greek myth, or you can adapt from a real culture, argues Huerta. And I'm like, are we, is the argument here that the ancient Greeks weren't real? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I don't know that that's the argument you want to make. <laughs> what a dumb thing to say. Yeah, that's what I was like. What do you mean a real culture that yeah. you know? Because like, oh, like mythology. Because it's people used to believe in in like the religion of it though. But like that doesn't make Greeks. That didn't make them not real. Exactly. Those are the way. Is is he saying the Greeks don't have a culture? Where does the Greek myths come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, with the endless <laughs> head calm. Like, it is like terrible because it's like, what? Yeah, just track. Bros really said Greece isn't real. <laughs> like, everyone is just dying because they're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, my dude. Telocon wasn't a real place. It it's as mythical as Atlantis and Greek mythology. If he's the ruler of Telocon, I don't even know how. I'm like I'm spelling it differently too. Yeah, why is this pretender wearing a ceremonial headdress of say Atol? I'm sorry, I'm not getting this. Atol Tabatzin. AKA Quetzalcoatl. Yeah. Instead of the actual ruler. 
who goes by the name of Tlaloc. And it's like, yeah, you didn't even get the Mesoamerican stuff right. There's so much wrong yeah. with this. <laughs> Tlaloc. You know, the, 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 all those letters, all those consonants, <laughs> it looks like how I name my D&D NPCs a lot of times too, where I just throw in random letters to just like string them together. I'm like, okay, this is the person's name now. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it reminds me of that too. But yeah, like everyone, no one is yet yeah, this one. OMG, I can't support this Namor. He isn't comic accurate. He has nipples. Real Namor has no nipples. Uh, <laughs> I can't support Namor, Namor, Namor. Namor no. Yeah, really. But yeah, like this is, this is, yeah, I tweeted it too. Uh, Ancient Greece isn't real. Is that what we're going with? <laughs> Because it's just, it's so stupid. It's not real anymore. It doesn't, ancient Greece doesn't exist anymore currently. Or else it would, because it's just current Greece now. But ancient Greece, <laughs> non-existent. But it's just such a dumb thing to say. Like, don't, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, I those are the good things on Twitter. Just a bunch of stupid takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean that was what he said in an interview i can't believe he said that in an oh that's even more embarrassing well is it, yeah i think when you're answering a question that's yeah, more embarrassing because at least like when you're tweeting something <laughs> stupid it's just kind of like yeah i didn't have anyone you know like it was just me i had this dumb thought and then i wanted it out there but yeah you can from Wallace Williams. You could take a fictional character from another fictional world, or you could make a fictional character about a fictional world from a real culture. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Clap to that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, anything else on Elvis? I, I'll never remember the point that I was gonna. Whatever it was. I'm I don't remember. Sorry. It was no, it's okay because it happens to me all the time. I'm not sure if it was something about like white people and black people or something I, I probably would have ended up being racist anyway but uh <laughs> who knows um I, i'll say that like the current like it definitely elvis did come across as someone who seemed to be like easily manipulated by other and i feel bad for that too where because like you're just more tra- like he even talked about how he's like it seems like people are like you know will try to take advantage of you when he was like talking to the other guys who actually seemed yeah. to care like where uh, parker was calling them hippies and stuff but like they actually seemed at least what do you want to do what makes you like what, what what's the real elvis like they were they seemed like they were yeah. try, at least how it was portrayed they seemed like they actually cared about like doing what elvis wanted and then making that work um and then Parker is like, no, no, like they're just like playing with your head here. And like, uh, so he, yeah, so I do feel bad for him, like, as someone, and it makes sense though, someone who's so big, like, you just look back, like, so many huge musicians, especially, die young uh, for various, usually, you know, DOs, but, uh, but just like, like, oh, your life isn't as great as it seems like it would be when you have this amount of money. But I guess at the same time, too, it's like, why? when you do have that money, like sometimes it's just like, if things suck, just retire, like just stop. Like, can't you just not do it anymore? And, and I know that Elvis struggled because of the the debt and stuff that he allegedly had. I don't even know for sure whether or not that was like true. I think it makes, Oh, I guess I'll say too, as far as being taken advantage of his family did that, like, cause they were just spending his money all the time. Like he took care of all of them and they were just living off of him. So they just had a bunch yeah. of freeloaders. So I well, did feel bad for that. few things that kill celebrities young because celebrities have a higher death like a a younger death Mm -hmm. than 
the average population. One is risk. They, they travel a lot, which uh, is yeah. why so many of them die in car accidents and plane crashes mm. and helicopter crashes. Like, oh my God, the number of like, sense. yeah. Yeah. So they like Aaliyah, the big bopper, Buddy Holly, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, all those people died in vehicular accidents mm-hmm. of some kind. Kobe Bryant um, died in helicopter, right? Has that the who? right basketball player? Kobe, yeah, Kobe, Kobe Bryant, Bryant yeah. did too. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one is the life of excess. Eating bad, doing drugs, drinking too much alcohol. It's bad for you. <laughs> and oh. so it's like, yeah, the, gee, those things are bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> you die young. Because it's like you got all this money to burn. You know, and then I think stress does contribute to. That. I bet exhaustion when you're performing, especially like as a musician or something, you're performing mm-hmm. constantly, and and like for Elvis too, where you're like, oh, he has exhaustion or whatever. Like, and sure, yeah, like and the way he performs, like he's just very animated and everything. And oh, maybe that's what I was going to say earlier is that I think it's interesting how the you know like the the the, all like the white people in the 50s like oh like he's so he's so it's risque with his like hip wiggling and all that too but where it's just like oh this is just normal though and how and i I did like where his mom i think my own mama thinks it's fine though like i don't get it like they're fine like how come everyone else is like so upset and uh and i was yeah this is what i wanted to say was I didn't really like, I guess it's true to some extent so, about how like the, the girls that he got to like fawn over him so much, but like, I'm like, it, I wanted to know if it was actually real, that like, it makes sense when you have like, here's a, a musician, like an artist, music celebrity, whatever that like, that you see that like, I already like you, I already love you. So I'm get really, I get really excited. And when I see you perform live, like that's amazing, but he did it to girls at the beginning, like before they even knew who he was, I it was know. just watching his hips wiggle and like that got that them was, like riled up. I know that first scene where he's in the pink suit and he's like wiggling and everything yeah, and I'm then like, women oh. start screaming uh-huh. and reaching for him. That was the moment that I put in our chat. I'm in the first act and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so awkward. So that's what, but I wanted, I'm like, this seems fake, but I, and I don't know because I didn't know Elvis history though. I'm like, is that something that actually happened? If anyone was around back then, <laughs> 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 like, confirmed that it was just like, before he was even known, did girls get that hot? <laughs> like, we're just by watching him wiggle on stage and like, oh my God. I mean, I get that that was some, something that they hadn't seen before, but it was just like, I don't know. When I, I see something that I'm like, I, I don't, especially at that I'm, time period when you're like, doing that is not as acceptable. Well, I mean, I think like the more restrained a society is, the more the likely more, you're going to see this kind of hysterics. And, mm-hmm. Um, because like some chick threw herself through a plate glass window <laughs> to see the Beatles, yeah. and it like and they, it, like they went into retreat after it happened, and like Ringo Starr was especially shaken up by it. Like he was like, "God, it was horrible." Like and yeah, that would be a horrible thing to see. You're like you're that hysterical over someone. It is hysterics are not good, and like right. I don't think our society is as prone to them because people are more willing to like, oh yeah, I can do shit. You know, <laughs> like if you feel like you can't do anything, like you have no valves or anything, you're more likely to do crazy things. Mm-hmm. I think that's also why we see less violence. Actually, is that like violence went down 
at the same time that video game access went up. Like you have this valve of, for violent tendencies. So it's like, well, then I'm not going to go rob a person. Like, you no, know, you can just get it out. Virtually. Uh, you know, I could just do it on in a video game. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it is kind of hilarious to see the two graphs because they, they literally just in the exact same years just pass each other by because you have a valve for, you know, like your desires, you're, you're less likely to be like extreme in how yeah. you react to well, things. When you're repressing things, like that's going to come out eventually. And you like, and the longer you hold it in, like the more likely it's going to come out in an unhealthy way. So yeah, and and you can tell there are other cultures that are like that still too, and and have I mean even like with Japan, like they are repressed in a lot of, and that comes out. I mean, isn't the suicide rate still really high there? And uh, and then they have like like interesting kinks and stuff. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and I think as a society, so that's what like you know, there's the argument to be made for like, oh, are we getting to uh, what's what's the word of the the, the opposite of like. Puritan, but like to, uh, I can start with a D. Um, degenerate? Degenerate, yeah, yeah. Like if we were going to be degenerate as like a society or something. But then, so I understand like concerns on that, but at the same time, like when, like, okay, when you're kind of those, those thoughts and, and ideas and stuff are in there somehow, like in a lot of society. So like being able to like, let it out in certain ways I think can be good but like I think there's all it's usually just a balance of stuff too like you know everything in moderation where it's just like too yeah. much of anything is bad I, I agree with that everything in moderation if you can like to me I think you should moderate your sexual desires your violent impulses you should have a healthy out outlet for these things if you don't you're probably going to be crazy at some point you're going to do something insane if you have a good place to focus those things like for violence video games or boxing and martial arts those kind of things but honestly like video games are for the people who want to work with their mind with violence whereas the actual physical sports are those who are just having to get out the yeah yeah but either way you have to get out the impulse energy yeah in some way and then uh, with sex, it's like have a sexual partner that is, you know, on the same wavelength with for you know with you, because otherwise you are gonna go nuts. You should do something mm. crazy and stupid. Like you, or no, like we're partners. I, I, I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, yeah. I am <laughs> more open to like. I don't know. Like I, I, I'm okay with like different lifestyles in that. That like you find what works for too. you. That, like, I don't if, care. Like if everyone yeah. consents, I don't. And, yeah. And, like, and it's Anything. like even if if you're lying to yourself and you say you consent, but you don't really, you're not really comfortable with it. I'm like, well, that's a you problem. Yeah. That's like yeah. <laughs> and the women come back and I'm like, well, I actually didn't want to. Like, but you said like you like you made it okay. Like they're not mind readers. Like that's still on you. Just because you're like later on, you're like, I regret what I did. Like that's different than just like not. Yes, like, claiming that I was I I was lied to. This yeah. is gonna make me happy. And it's like you still chose to do it. Right. Yeah. Like- <laughs> it's not that hard to keep your pants on. Like it's been yeah. like, 
I agree with that. <laughs> um, but so like, and, and I think, but then, so like, I don't care if people sleep around a lot. Too. It, it, like it, the, it just depends on the person though. Like if you are still living like a, a healthy life and like, and you're productive and stuff too, like, I think that can be fine. Like it just depends on like what you want. And like, are you going to look back and like, oh, actually like the, the lifestyle that you had it isn't what you like, Oh, like you're trying to like have a family or something though too. Like, okay, well sleeping around with a bunch of people, like probably isn't like, going to lead you toward that though. But like, if you're no. right. And it can be hard to know for sure. Like when, when you're older too, and you're like, Oh, I, I didn't know this is what I wanted. But, but I think that's also okay. Where it's sometimes you're like, you never, you don't know, like your, your uh, values will change over time too. So it's like, this was right for you at the time and now you've changed so like i mean I'm, that's why some people get divorced like it's like yeah. it was right at the time but i changed my mind like or, or like we don't fit together anymore our lifestyles mm-hmm. don't make sense and i i like and that's true of a lot of different kinds of things like you 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 do grow like the hope is that you and you grow s- together grow together but that yeah. doesn't always happen and like maybe what the hell cat <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you want different things at a certain point, or maybe, uh, oh my God, are you trying to make this so hard? Like, I love you, but God. This was some attention. We we got all deep, and she decided, uh, no, no, we don't. Um, Yeah, no, I I think that, yeah, that's why, like, oh, it's sad, but, like, I think it can be better for, like, if if you're not, if you don't work well together, like, and and I think it could, if you both want to try and fix things, then, then go for it and stuff too. But like, in the end, like if you don't want to, or you tried and you still can't, like, I don't think it's bad to split up. I think, and sometimes it's necessary. And I understand like there, like a lot of people have talked about like, oh, like you need the two parent household um, to, to raise a child and stuff too. Like I can see ideally that would, you know, like that would be good. Like that's what you would want, but sometimes that's not the best option i've mentioned it on the stream too though like i grew up in a one-parent house and it was for the best though too like yeah. it would not have been good if they like, I don't think that lisa marie's life would have been better if priscilla and elvis had stayed together elvis was self-destructing mm-hmm. and yeah. like do you really want a child around that amount of right. drug use and I th- like that's not that i don't think that's a good influence so it's like I, i'm Right. I mean, I know that Priscilla was was dating someone else when she left Elvis at that point. Oh, was she? She was. But at the same time, it's like they were they were basically not living in the same house mm-hmm. for years by the time that they literally split. So, and I she, wouldn't want a child around what Elvis was doing at that time. When they split, they split up in either like seventy three, seventy four. He died seventy seven. I'm just trying to think of. He was 42, so like four years. He was 38. She was still only like 28 when they split up. That if they were already not together, she was still like young, like under yeah, 30. Yeah, she was. So, um, and the, but the thing is, though, is that I like if you're if you're leaving someone because you you're afraid of their influence on your kids because people change. If you fall in love with someone and they might be great in the beginning. And then something like Elvis's situation happens and he starts going off the rails and drinking too much and taking drugs all the time. And he's miserable and a bad influence. You don't want your kids around that. And you shouldn't want your kids around that. That's not just because it is a two person household. Doesn't mean it's a good one. Right. Like that's, I, I don't think 
Like that's, I mean, even G- Jordan Peterson admits that like sometimes you literally have to like escape a bad situation in a marriage. He thinks that everyone should try to work through their problems, but like, no, there's real monsters and sometimes you got to leave them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even he re- leaves room for that. <laughs> right. And, and I think it's, I mean, like there are people who, who Elvis had a problem with it. And I think, and I imagine if you know, seeing how Priscilla was trying to help him after they were, no longer together like she maybe she tried to do that beforehand too and it's like there's only so much that you can do though like that you can offer help but like i also i don't think it's i don't think it's the other person's responsibility to like if the if the one is unwilling to do anything like they have to be able to like take that step themselves though and then like and because there's only so much so you can't blame yourself for it but like it's good to try and then <laughs> but then it's also just like yeah like you know, if something happens, like, it's not your fault, though. Like, you can't, you're not in control of them. Yeah, that's true. Like, you can't, I mean, that's true in any relationship, including mm-hmm. friendships, other familiar relationships. Like, you can't actually control other people's behavior. So it's not, like, you can urge people that and tell them that you love them, that you want them to do something that might be better for them, like, life-wise, but you can't force them to. There's no amount, and like, it shouldn't be like this ultimatum, like we're cutting, I'm cutting you off unless you go do this. It's like cutting you off because I've tried to get you help and I can't live with you anymore. And I think that's like a difference with, yeah, like not using ultimatum. It's just that like, if you're like doing this or else this, like, no, I'm leaving you because of this and things aren't changing though. I'm like, this is not healthy for you or for me. And like we, yeah, exactly. I, I just can't. Like you, it's you, like you do you. Like it's your choices to do stuff. But I am choosing to like not participate in this anymore, though. So and like if you want yeah. to change, then we can try it. But like, yeah. So I think there's there is that difference of just like I'm not forcing this to make you make you make a choice. Or, um, but yeah, it is. Like it's it's a lot of it's kind of funny. Like right now, it seems to me like oh, the divorce rate is high. Most divorces are initiated by women, and most of the time, it's it's like it's so high. And because like I don't believe this narrative that like ev- like every man's abusive. I'm like, so what is the problem with these relationships? And for the most part, I don't think they're serious situations like drug use and abuse. I think it's just like. I don't like this lifestyle anymore. And it's like, mm-hmm. I can get that to some extent, but I can't, I, 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 it feels somewhat selfish or maybe a little bit uh, short-sighted, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of like, it's, I would say like definitely selfish and maybe short-sighted, but like, but also it's, uh, but maybe it's for the best though too. Like if you're if you're someone who's not sure about what's go- like the relationship or what you're doing anymore, that's not fair to the other person in it though. Like I don't, I wouldn't want to be with someone who's like wavering on on things though. And um, like okay, like maybe you you need to take that time to figure out what you want. Like and it sucks and that would hurt, but that might be better than you just like oh, let me stick it out. And sometimes like sticking it out, like you do figure it out. But like so just depend. I mean like you'd have to it depends on the people though too. It's just like hey. 
I don't know what I'm doing right now. Like I need to work things out, whether that's whether you're, you communicate that, like whether or not you're like, let's take some time apart or like, I'm going to figure stuff out while we're still like together and then decide like, but I think well, it's not fair to the partner if you're. No, it's unsure. not like I, I, I have seen a lot of people who like a relationship has ended like, and the, and someone ended it over superficial and stupid reasons. And other people are like, I'm glad for your partner that you're no longer with them. Like mm-hmm. they escaped you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and I get that because it's like, yeah, well, let's set them free so that they can find someone better. <laughs> like is essentially what it ter- comes down to. And that makes sense to me. And like, I think part of the problem is that a lot of people nowadays expect happiness to look like instant gratification 100% of the time. And that's not life. Life does not exist on this 100% happiness, like dopamine trail through throughout the years. And I do see that as being this problem that people like see that in their head, that, that this is their expectation, essentially, of like a happy relationship. And I don't think that's a happy relationship. Every relationship has its ups and downs and stuff. And I think that was that's tough too. Like, you know, even for me, it took a long time because like when you see uh, stuff online and you just see like, oh, like you get the the uh, the, the misconception of like what a, like a good relationship is like, oh, like they're so in love. They're so happy. And I'm like, how come like uh, mine isn't like that all the time? Like mine takes a lot of work. Like mine, like sometimes there are like a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And it's, so like they're, I don't just like, ah, am I doing something wrong? Am I not like what's happening here? But then, then I'll see like, even those people are like, they were like so lovey dovey and like, oh, they broke up. <laughs> like, oh, this, this person got dumped. Oh, they're like. Oh yeah, um, that is kind of a problem is that social media allows people to pick and choose the moments mm-hmm. they show the world. So then you get this misguided perception about what uh, everyone else is experiencing. Right. Everyone's experiencing this perfect life and you're not. And it's like, no, they're there. It's edited. It's edited for social media. So you can't assume that that is like, I'm not going to post a picture of the worst day of my life. I totally get why you don't do that. Cause like, you know, people who would post like drama and stuff too, like, oh, this is so upset. Like, like, no, like no one wants to see that. No one cares about that. But then no, it's just don't. difficult when you're like, oh, you see all these good things. And you're just like, man, like, ah, like your life is so perfect. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And so, yeah, it definitely, <laughs> Um, I, I think it's it, it was good for me to understand like, oh, this is what like real relationships are like. They're like see like comparing others, like, okay, like then that helps me to like figure out my own life and, and everything. Yeah. Um uh, let me see in chat. Was I other oh this one here? I thought I was he was saying something about geese. <laughs> I was like, what about geese? <laughs> um oh JB was saying hmm I was just saying, you see a word that starts with G and you. G, it's G E E. There's a lot of G the E's though. Like there are three. E's. <laughs> People who don't understand boundaries overuse the word ultimatum. <laughs> this is not saying Beverly did, just saying it happens. Yeah, I was like, how many times did I say ultimatum? But I'm like, I don't give the ultimatum. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, like boundaries are like, I stated something uh, that I don't want you to do. Yeah, because you can have, what's it called? Uh, uh, I can't, man, I'm just forgetting all these words ever though, but like you, you can have uh, things where it's just like this, I 
this is too much for me. This is where I draw the line. And I'm using a lot more words. Like there is one word for this and I can't think of it, but uh, where it's just like, it's, so it's not, I don't know. It's still a difference of like ultimatum of saying like, you need to change this or else. But whereas yeah. it's just kind of like, I, I'm not okay with this. Like, I just can't take it though. Like, and I'm not saying that you need to change, but I just am not good with this. So then like, I'm, I'm willing to step out. So I do think that there's just a difference. I did communicate a boundary to a teacher in high school. It was funny. He liked to shake people's hands as they came into mm-hmm. his classroom. And I, I, especially back then, I was very uncomfortable with being touched. Shake his hand, but it made me uncomfortable every time. And then one day we were in the computer lab and he like literally like dropped his hands onto my shoulder to see what I was doing. And I jumped a mile. I don't even remember what I was doing on the computer. I just remember how fucking uncomfortable I was. Yeah, no, that's weird. It is weird. It is. So then, like, after class, I didn't, like, confront him right then, and I didn't, like, freak out because that's not who I am. But I told him I was not comfortable with people touching me. And And he goes, okay. And then the next time I came to class, he did not put his hand out to me to shake my hand instead he just nodded his head at me and I'm like so that was the thing is that I set a boundary I told him it made me uncomfortable and he respected that and he did not touch me again ever and then like even in the normal way that people touch people because I'm just not I'm I'm not a huge hugger like I see sometimes at work, I see people that I've talked to a lot and, but never met. And then they're like, I want to give you a hug. And I'm like, I'd rather you not. <laughs> Cause that's just not me. And, um, I and I appreciate, I, I appreciate it when people listen to that, that they're like, Oh, I'm oh okay. You yeah. know, like it's not personal. Like it's not a personal thing. I just don't like being touched by mm-hmm. people. Most people, like there are some people, I'm not saying I'm never, in physical contact with right, people. Right. It's yeah, just a like, very select amount of people. I mean, I was very much that way too. Like, and and, and then, or, or like, I wanted to be more comfortable, but then I'm just like, I'm not used to it. And so then it's weird for me. And it took a long time for me to get, because in my reason, that was just more insecurity. Like I was so uncomfortable with myself though. Like, I don't want other people touching me. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't want to touch this. And like, <laughs> anyway. Um, well, it was uh, when when they said everybody stay six feet back, you know, back in 2020. And I was like, yes, can we keep like, this going do that. forever? And I was like, no one come near me ever. And they're like, would you give me a high five? High fives are fine, actually. Like, I don't have a problem with those because it's not a it's not a like um, a germ thing. It has nothing to do with germs. It's about um, like intimate physical contact. Like, I'm not a fan. So like a high five is so, or a fist bump is just yeah. so quick I'll do fist that bump. It, it means nothing to me. I, I mean, I'll so. do high fives. I don't like high fives because people high five too hard and my hands are sensitive. Like, so like I, they I hurt. you just slap someone's hand. Like I don't want to be slapped anywhere. <laughs> my hand hurts. So just because like usually I, I people do. high five are going to be like strong, like our guys and they're strong. I love those people because they're, it's sort of like the same as the guys who like crunch. Yeah. Shake. You're like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to break their whole arm. Yeah. I find them. And it's like, how about no, <laughs> act like a normal human being, just a light 
smack. <laughs> I don't like no. handshakes either, though, just because like I always end up in like awkward ones, and it's probably because of me. But I don't know. Like I remember meeting someone, <laughs> and I think like I grabbed like either he it was like too he he didn't like reach far enough so then it was just it, it like forced me to like grab him like <laughs> like this and it was just like this like i don't know i felt like so gentle of like yes my lady like, nice to meet you. Good evening. <laughs> like i don't know like i was like i feel like i should kiss your hand now but like, that. i, I like hugs I'm a, I'm a, i like hugs more over the other I do think it's weird when I do put a hand out for a handshake like you know for a professional thing and someone like turns my hand and I'm like don't you fucking kiss me and I'm, I, I'm like I start like the body starts going back but the hand stays like I'm like I'm gonna try to take this away as subtly as I can he's like don't don't you kiss my hand I vaguely remember high five episode of Adventure Time man it's I need to rewatch that I've whole series that. um I think they high five like so hard or something but ah uh, it's been forever um 500. Pointing the your index and middle finger at a person while shaking hands will stop the hand crush. Your index and middle finger at person. I thought I'm pointing like all like oh so you have to do it and I don't I don't know I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. <laughs> Hugs are easier. Sometimes people hug too tightly, but like it's okay usually. Um, it's just like easier, quicker. And then especially when you're like doing hand gestures, like I don't know what we're going for here. So like a hug might sometimes <laughs> avoid like, uh, I think that happened with Ryan Long actually. Cause then he, I think with my boyfriend too, cause I think he went in with they like had, had to like, oh, oh yeah, what, what was their gesture? Ryan didn't even like do it like toward me though. I was just like, how, like, are you actually sexist? That like, as you, your podcast <laughs> saying so? Cause like, how come I, and I think I reached, I think I like once he did, I'm like, well, if he gets a fist bump, I get one too. So like, <laughs> Like, I'm not not getting a fist bump from you now. Uh, I don't like hugging women that I meet because like, and women are more likely to want to hug, honestly, because most women are taller than me. And then I'm like, I don't want most my everyone face taller than you? anywhere near your tits. Oh. Okay. I'm not a lesbian. So let's not. I'm flat chested though. So, I so I'm probably going to be as big of a deal. I am like four inches taller than you, but there's nothing going on down here. So. <laughs> Okay. Someone is very, very hungry because it is feeding. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. So, okay. I well, I'm, do, do that. <laughs> I want to play when you're talking about like freaking out and not you not freaking out. I'm going to play this Twitter thing. You can feed Missy. Okay. I'm going to share this. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen this, but following this clown world uh, account, or maybe I just was shown it um hopefully the sound works well let's watch this this woman cut in front of this man and had a nervous breakdown when the man called her out i didn't touch you man well no one did that is this a prank <laughs> you're a man he won't go away I need a leave. No, no, no. no. I still got. I still got. Okay. She threw some of my stuff. Okay. I hell if I know. I'm so sorry. She wasn't sorry when she cut in line. I didn't see you. To make it. Oh, I just asked her if she saw anyone in line. That's an adult. 
my God. Just so. so psycho. Uh, watch it again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like this I feel bad for her because she clearly has mental health problems. Like she cray cray. And I feel bad for this guy more though. But like Alex was saying how like, hey, I'm gonna choose to not freak out right now and or like try. I I I don't know. Let me read chat here. Um what I wear. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got piano. I've got a hoodie. Hoodie keyboard. Um yeah, the crazy is real, Wallace. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's, I, I think I commented, maybe it was on Twitter or something where I was, oh, Alex is back. Um, yes. Have you seen this video? I, we can <laughs> listen to the screaming oh, again if yes, you have. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, okay, okay. So we don't need to make everyone watch that again. But uh, like, oh, God. so crazy. Um, and I was just going to say how, like, you know, with your, when you saying that, like, hey, I didn't, react and like freak out at the time when you were like you were able to like it just reminded me of this where it's like this girl I feel bad that she clearly has problems but then it's but it's also like it's not the world's responsibility to make you feel kind of like you're out at a Walmart or whatever uh, you need to be able to like handle living in society with with others and I think that's what I had posted in, the, in my Twitter comment too is just that like it's it's if you're going to be living with people though like you need to work on yourself and try and like get to a point where you don't do this in society like people shouldn't be walking on eggshells for you and like and bend you know bending the knee to you well and the thing is too is that like this what she's doing is po- causing a public disturbance mm-hmm. and the other people around her are letting her get away with it and yeah it's like yeah if, so it, if it just enables man, more i'm sorry but if a man had screamed this much the cops would have been called yeah yeah so, but she's they indulge her and she and i'm like i don't like she says she was raped and it's like, but that doesn't excuse this. That's behavior. exactly what that that was my exact phrasing too. I was like, I sympathize with her if like she did go through a trauma that she claims to have. Like that, I understand why she would you know have this reaction, but that doesn't excuse her behavior in doing this. Though, like just because no. you have reasons to like doesn't mean like okay, like well, I've had traumatic things happen in my life. I don't go around <laughs> like stabbing people or whatever. Bless you. but then like oh what's okay she can stab who she wants because she went through a lot of like whatever (laughs) but like i so i don't know i just think that it's ridiculous like like, no like hey you're broken let's get you some help like people shouldn't be enabling her i agree with that i think they did enable her and they shouldn't have like if like he did nothing wrong so there's no reason to make him leave the area yeah yeah i think she should have been asked to like hey you're freaking out right now let's let you go and and like we'll take you to another one over here where he is yeah um but like she was yelling at him to leave so uh and supposedly he threw some of her stuff but this is something more fun and she I threw some he, of his stuff yeah that she threw yeah. some of his yeah. stuff yeah so like i i feel like she definitely needed to be held accountable for her behavior but this is something more fun. And you've said you wanted to watch more anime. And I wanted yeah. to talk about this because it's really weird. I just saw it like today, I think. Can you hear it? 
Yes. Okay. <sighs> ほど、ちゃんにそう。このあたりに扉はない。扉って言ってたよね。まさか。まさか。君は。なぜ。ここだけ行けないでしょ。ここ。人の心の消えた寂しい場所に後ろ戸は開くんだ。後ろ戸からは。好き。うん。お前は邪魔。え。なんだ。これは。嘘でしょ。ちょっとちょっとちょっとちょっと。どうでした。君についてこられても困るんだよ。そんなこと言ったって。一緒じゃん。猫を探して
And it basically, like, we have more of an identity than just consumers. And this is terrifying somehow. I don't know. <laughs> they, they seem to be overreacting. Yeah, well, <laughs> overreacting online on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> what are the chances? Um, okay. What is Ellen Barkin in? Like, everyone's told me she's somebody. And I'm like, is she? I've never, I have no idea. I've not heard of This is the other one. John Bailey says, at least sex is mostly consensual. Anti-masking makes it like having sex with every person in the room and every room you walk into. Next time you're in a public space, really look around and really think about that. Unprotected sex with every gross person there. What I love about this is the first sentence. At well, least sex, sex is, is most mostly consensual. What if he thinks that not masking is like having sex with a person? What does he think sex is? Can he <laughs> define what I'm curious? I'd want to watch now and see what, what you know, when he's having sex with someone. Um, because it's just unprotected sex with every gross person in there like where is he putting his face i guess with all these people <laughs> i know that was this, like so many of the complaints were like uh the, the responses to this were like uh one you've never had sex obviously <laughs> yeah like Two, clearly you don't know what you're talking about how are you having sex Three, your your sex is mostly consensual. I think we have to report you to the authorities. <laughs> yeah. It's only mostly consensual. <laughs> mostly peaceful protesting. Mostly consensual. That's just their their thing. They have to use that adverb like for everything. Yeah. With mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. G-Man's asking, is, is this a recent tweet? Yeah, um, it was. The the, these are always... These that I sent to Beverly are always within the last week. And Biden declared the pandemic is over, but I saw that uh, Governor Pritzker of Illinois just like re-upped, it was like the 34th executive, or what's it called, the the um, the emergency, the, like, the state of emergency thing, though. So it's like the 34th time that he's doing it. It's like, yeah, the pandemic is over, but Illinois <laughs> is still struggling. Um, also... G-Man says, if you're wanting to watch anime, people recommend One Piece. Don't watch it. It's a trap. I, like, he's got this continuing <laughs> thing about, I guess he hates One Piece, but then people have argued against him <laughs> for it. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen some of it, but I, um, it's just, there's just a lot. I don't think I've seen any of it. <laughs> seen the, I don't even know the first 10, between 10 and 20, but there's you know, like a thousand. <laughs> never get through them all. Uh, let's see, 19... 1990s academic ugliness all heterosexual sex is rape <laughs> um okay so what do we have cyberpunk yes edge runners it's the new anime on netflix and it's and i was wondering too because I, I just didn't know whether or not it was like is it an american anime like they're calling anime but it was done by a studio i forget though but it is made in japan originally um, but I imagine it was like made for like, hey, we're going to do this in both Japanese and English. Um, well, so, the, the game and the company behind the game are. Um, yeah. Uh, where are they from? I don't know. It's based on the game Cyberpunk 2077, but I don't remember who made it. So Mike Pondsmith is the guy who invented Cyberpunk, the uh, game 
that is from the creators of The Witcher Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, God, why can't CD I remember what country? Project Red. Red, yeah. Project Red. <laughs> Are they not? It's not a American. They're not American. They're not. Oh. They're in some European uh, country. I can't remember what it is. Okay, I'm trying to find it. I don't see. I don't see a country. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but they, um, they, yeah, they also did The Witcher, and the guy who wrote The Witcher stuff like was so pissed off that they're. Polish, thank you, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the Wikipedia page. I'm not seeing it. My brain would not oh. come up with Poland because, because it, so like yeah, they, I didn't have it until down below. Yeah, they also made The Witcher, which was also a big success. And the, yeah, the thing is, like Mike Pondsmith has a pretty good relationship, I think, with CD Projekt Red. But the guy who wrote The Witcher stuff, like, is mad at them. Because he took a pay, like, they were like, we can give you royalties for the game when we make it. And he said, no, I want money now. And now he's, like, suing them. He sued them because ah. they it, because they made so much money. And it's like, you literally had a contract with them and paid out and got paid out. Like, you, you're the idiot who didn't decide to take royalties. Like, that's why the, the, the cast of Friends is so rich is because of how much money. How many? They took like two percent of royalties or something. And why? Uh, in Gilligan's Island, Mar- um, Marianne was the only one who got because, like, when she when they got syndicated and stuff too, like she was the only one. Her husband was also her agent or lawyer or whatever, though. She was the only one that was like, "Hey, I'm going to get royalties on like each time that this is aired," but no one else did that, so she kept getting money. Royalties are way better than getting paid out now. Like it, it's like every time it have they're like. Like I, I get it. If it's not a success, royalties then, are not right. They yeah. do, but why not take a slight gamble? Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah, it why depends. are you doing yeah. it if you don't think it's going to be good? <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, what did you think of? You watched only the first episode, and only I, the first episode. I felt like after watching the first episode, I was like. I, I th- kind of I feel like I need to watch more to like know understand more of what, what this show is about. So that's why like, I watched a couple and I'm gonna finish it, but just because I've committed. But um, what did you think generally? I really did feel like cyberpunk to me. Um, it did. So, yeah, it was so I, I've dark. never played the game. I don't even know the game. Um, uh, well, I mean, like cyberpunk in general is a just the style. Genre. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It definitely felt. Yeah. If the it felt like the genre. Yes. And super dark and adult and awful. Like everything mm. about it is just like I don't want to live in this world. <laughs> like you know. Uh, and and they really nailed that sense, um, <laughs> which is why like a lot of people, uh, if they're not. If, comparing current times to 1984 they're comparing it to cyberpunk like digital ids and shit like that um and like high control from corporations that's and what, stuff that's what I, they're i think mm-hmm. it's so funny how like where everyone's pushed i'm not against like technology improving you know like i agree with carter on that like people are anti like the metaverse that like i think it's a cool idea and i think it can be very useful and like i'm not afraid of i i think it can be used very wrong. You know, like it can get bad, but it is not inherently bad. But I think it's funny how on the other side though, too, where like 
no one ever can see, like everyone knows about like this genre and the cyberpunk and like, and how bad these things, cause we've imagined it a bunch of times in, in different media, but like, but then no one ever like, as it's actually happening now, like no one ever considers that it could be bad. Like, no, like I can and understand that it can be bad. Like that's why you just like, you need to be aware, like ignoring it is not good though. Like, so you just need to acknowledge like, Hey, let's keep ourselves in check. And we're not doing well, we that. I don't think technology is the problem. I think, I mean, and I think Carter would agree with this, that culture is the problem. Right. And the, and cyberpunk brings up the culture of consumerism and uh, immediate gratification, which we mm-hmm. are sliding into. Um, and uh, technology is, is helpful with immediate gratification, which is why something like this is high tech looking and it's very sci-fi is that instant gratification is facilitated by high technology. <laughs> so that's kind of like my thought there is that it's like, no, uh, you can demonstrate self-control if you're able to, regardless of technology. Like there's this whole, you know, like most cell phones now, they, they're like, do not disturb hours or screen time mm. shit that they are, they're trying to help you out. It's like, you can do that with your own brain. Like you can, you can, decide, <laughs> you can decide that you're not going to spend all this time. Like I, like one of my friends literally quit Twitter because she was like, it's not, um, it's taking up too much of my time. Mm-hmm. I don't really, uh, a pre, I don't think it has a good effect on my life. So I'm yeah. getting rid of it. I think we, you and I talked about that the other day too, like, because yeah, I think offline, off air, I think we were talking Mm -hmm. about that. We were like, I mean, I'm easily addicted to things. So then sometimes I get like, oh, I'll get really invested in something. So Twitter, like I'm on it too much or like our Facebook and stuff too, where I'm like, I'm scrolling through and then wait. And I know other people like, we're just like, oh, you're scrolling and reading all. And, uh, and I'm like, I can't, like, this is, I'm losing, wasting too much time. And so I just have to, but I can't, I'm not good at necessarily at moderating it though either like so then I'm just like oh let me quit cold turkey and sometimes I can go back now like I think once that initial like addiction is over I can go back into something though when it's just like I can moderate myself more like I have to like break that that idea first but um but then I think I was saying before how I'm like but I feel bad now too where I'm like oh I might post like pictures on Instagram and Facebook or something and then but then I'm like I'm never looking at anyone else's stuff that I'm only posting because <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've got animal or food pictures. So I post it, but then, oh, <laughs> other people see it. And I'm like, I feel bad that I'm like, it's not a thing against you guys. One, I'm just too addicted to things. And then and two, like I needed, I'm going to do other no. things rather than look. But, uh, so, but sometimes when I get on, I do try to like, I'll glance for like 20 seconds and try and like see them and like, all right, I'm good. I know. Like there are some days where Twitter feels like it is, all I can do. And then there are some days where it's like, I haven't opened it once. Like I, like it kind of does depend on my mood to some extent. And then sometimes I'm like, you know what? I have a lot to do today, so I'm not going to get on it at all. Like I, I am capable of making that decision. I, I mean, I can't, uh, what now, like I'm po- posting like social media stuff for unsafe space, but like without that, I'm, I'll be like, oh, I haven't even looked at Twitter in like a few days. And I'm like, oh, I missed like these messages or like, cause I'll get sent links to other like live streams or something though too. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Like I just don't check Twitter ever. <laughs> I don't have notifications on my phone. 
Uh, but it'll only be, and I don't like desktop like stuff. But like I, I don't like being bothered by things. I'm like I will check stuff when I want to go there. Um, <laughs> but then, then I miss things though too. I'm like, if you really need me, like go into Discord instead. I guess. Uh, what's he say? You don't have to worry about the dopamine hits when you're already dead inside. <laughs> yeah. <geez. laughs> That made me laugh. Um, well, but now I, like, uh, a lot of people think that all of us are clout chasing and like getting our dopamine from, or, or getting our happiness from social media. And it's like you don't have to. Like you don't. You don't have to. Like you can reevaluate it in mm-hmm. your head. You have to consciously reevaluate it and go. How important is this really? And and if you don't feel like it's actually gratifying to you, then then you can pull back on it. I think, and it's t- I mean, like I there's a part of me that wants it, and and like or like oh, I want more likes, and like and I I have totally been there, like I want uh, to to be more well known or or something on it. But then but then it also is like oh, this is the effort and time that I have to put in to do that. I'm like. Don't care that much, and so then it was kind of like having to, to feel like balance that out in my head though, like for like my want for it versus my my interest in like doing. I'm like okay, like no, like it's just not worth work. it. Yeah, yeah, no, like I'd rather spend that time doing other things. And so then like just slowly being like, oh yeah, like I don't really care about like this isn't that big of a deal to me. Like I I enjoy my life of like hanging out, like holding a, a baby goose and stuff too. Or like yeah. I, I don't need to have all of the attention, like and the- it's fun though, but. Yeah, I like the personal, the actual interpersonal rea- uh, interactions that I can get sometimes on Twitter, like between mutuals, mm. you know, people like I talk to. There was a, like recently someone posted just funny things. She said, how dare you for being older than me? To which I responded, I don't know how old you are. So I'm just going to cover my bases and respond as if I am older, younger, and the same age. <laughs> and then I, I wrote... Times. Yeah, and then I I wrote, uh, you're one to talk, uh, you're just jelly, and I'm with you, hon. <laughs> because I literally had no idea how old she was. Yeah. And like, I'm kind of making fun of people on the internet and how they react to things, you know, they're so reactionary. And like, I literally have no idea, and I don't actually care that much. So to me, that was just fun. Like, we're just having a fun little exchange. And I like that interaction. I feel like that's actually, like, healthy. Like, you know, you have a you have a nice rapport with someone. It's nice. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and I made connections on Twitter. Like, I wouldn't be part of Unsafe Space. Unsafe Space without Twitter, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, like, to me, I'm sort of like, it does have some value, but self-control is definitely necessary. And self-control is necessary with, with any technology is the problem. And that's mm-hmm. what something like cyberpunk edge runners kind of like brings up. Like a lot of people think it's oh anti-technology, anti-transhumanism. And it's like, no, it's the anti-over-reliance and value of these things. You, you guys, oh, you overemphasize these things and then you destroy your humanity through that. It's not the tech itself. I will say I'm not okay with sticking like chips in my body. Like I don't even like the what's the 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 birth control thing where like you just stick that little piece of metal oh, thing yeah. in, in your arm. Like that freaks me out though too. Like I one I don't like the asymmetry. I'd need to have like one in each arm. But two, like, <laughs> I which would not be good. But two, like I 
uh, yeah, they, they just having something inside. Like I, I don't like it. I'd rather like take a pill or like other things that you, where, where it's just like, no, nope, I don't want anything inserted into my body anywhere like permanently or, you know, semi-permanently though. So just like having like chips or something in your brain or in your neck, like in cyberpunk, uh, wherever at though, I'm like, no thanks. Cause then like, it's just there all the time. Like I, I want to be able to like go off grid and stuff yeah. where, like, and, and easily enough too though. So like, that's like, there's two things in cyberpunk about tech. One is that people, the individual over relies on it and, um, overvalues it and the secondary one which is actually the the bad one the one that is really bad like the first one is like you need to work on you the second one is actually terrible is the tracking and the you know invasion of privacy of you know a giant corporation deciding everything about your life and making from the tech from you know like a digital id underneath your skin or something you know those kinds of things it's like, yeah, that's actually, like, more horrifying. Like, you you bring that up, and I don't, like, I remember when I was in college, we were talking about the idea of a, of a digital brain, the idea that your brain being replaced from an organic one to a computerized one. And I said, I don't trust people who, make, who would make those to not fuck with it, like, yeah. to not mess with my memories, to not mess with my urges. And so it's like, who would do that? And it's like, I'm sorry, they already try to mess with us through advertising and uh, media. So, yeah, of course they would, if they literally had access to the architecture of our brain, they'd be fucking with it. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't like, I just believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, like, the technology itself could be very cool. I don't trust people. Like, people are <laughs> So, I don't know. Oh, and Johnny Boy says, if I could have an open source, decentralized, federated chip inserted in my brain to connect to the internet through the Tor network, sign me up. Yeah, like, if there were there were guarantees of, like, more protection involved, like, totally. Like, But a lot of people value convenience over privacy and um security so they like they end up having iphones you know yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, i know like there th- i mean i don't do iphones but uh but uh, yeah sometimes it's just like okay here's the convenience i finally did like i stopped having like any things my password saved online and then i, I just always thought like i'd fill in everything and i just recently started like is brave uh, secure enough and like uh, so I just decided to start saving some of those things though but like <laughs> that where I'm like I'm just paranoid about stuff now um so I don't know I, and uh, yeah like I'm 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 pro technology and and advancements and things but I'm I I would want like I can put something on like I put glasses on I put something I don't want anything inserted into me like I just I don't think I would ever be okay with that I just can't um, (laughs) for various reasons um also oh go ahead I was just gonna say that like uh the next concern after like messing with your brain is being surpassed you know like I had a discussion about genetic manipulation of embryos with my students back when I was in college Mm. when I was teaching uh and uh I was like if it's like do you think it's right and they were like no and it was like what if everyone else is doing it like what because that like on it like you don't want to do it to your kids but literally everyone else has done it 
And that's the same thing with any kind of technology. Literally everybody else has stuck a chip in their brain and you're going to, and they expect you to be, to have that chip in your brain. And if you don't, you fail all your classes. Is it just, oh yeah, yeah. I was going to say, is it just technology stuff though? Because people were kind of feeling that pressure with the coof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so where it's just like, hey, like everyone well, that's else. That's medical technology. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then And then, but people were pressured into these things. And I don't know, like I'm fortunate to, have been in a situation and location that it didn't where I could like not have to be worried about the choice that I made. Yeah. Um, the, so I guess in the show, Oh, one thing too, I was going to say was just the age thing. I thought it was just coincidentally. I don't know. Winky, Winky Woo, who said he was going to be here today and he's not. Um, <laughs> but it was, he was like, her, you know, bothering you yesterday, but he was messaging me too. And he, at one point he thought I uh, he thought I think so. I thought I was younger than I am though too. So he thought I was only twenty three, and I was like, "Wow, I'm flattered." <laughs> he <laughs> he guess my age is thirty three. Yesterday, no, oh, did he? Oh, that he was did. close. Like, he, that know. one was close. So that's the closest anyone's ever come to guessing. Yeah, so I was like, I'm impressed. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I'm like, I'll take your guess of being that much younger though, but. Uh, <laughs> So saying, like I mentioned, what my boyfriend's age or like what, because he was talking about like ginger hair because he had it, and and, uh, and my boyfriend has, it, but just like where it wears off. And I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna get close to that point in time, you know, like at forty. And he's like, hey, he's not too far off there. And he's like, why wouldn't you? Like, why don't you find a, a a man closer to your own age? I'm like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> like we are close in age. But um, I, I also am kind of. Uh, of the idea that women should date older men just in general <laughs> you are oh yes yeah yeah because we've talked about like maturity and I, and maybe that ends up being less so the older you get that like you kind of yeah but, like, at a, when you're younger I think it ends up making more sense that like yeah I'm more interested in older guys because like you're I don't know like your <laughs> maturity level is usually different and I have always said that like at the same age <laughs> so, like you're at least a few years older than than whatever guy your same age is i know like every every year like looking at men i'm like they get old what i want from them they're the gap is actually getting wider between my <laughs> age and their age and i'm like that's interesting i wonder why that is Alex, <laughs> 80 year olds now no <laughs> so you were but it used to be that i was like same age like mm. pretty much <laughs> and then like it got wider and like i at one point i was like is what about younger and i was like no just let out no I, just mine's not even the maturity thing it was always an ocd thing i always liked being the youngest everywhere because like i was born like that was my both my parents were the youngest and uh, as far as their siblings go like i was i'm the youngest um and like my of my friend group like the, the close friend group i was the youngest in unsafe space i'm the youngest still too like i was worried about like bringing like you and juliet on and i'm like mm, no you guys are older so like we're good we're fine i don't know how old juliet is actually um, I think you guys are the same age, if I recall correctly. Um, sense. <laughs> either, either same age or you're, or she's a year older. I think, but I think you're the same. Um, okay. Pretty but, much. Uh, yeah, yeah, close. So, so it's just like, yeah, like, and so it's always just been like this OCD thing, though. That like, if I date anyone, that like, I th- I want to be younger than you. Like, if I'm younger, 
don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but however, I always said that about like needing someone taller too, though, but that was out of like an insecurity thing. And I, that didn't end up happening because I'm taller. And I don't think that's a concern for me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm lucky that like, yeah, you, you have, yeah. I'm actually like, it's actually more of a concern that a guy might be too tall. Cause like if he's six, three, then he's literally a foot taller than me. And that's going to be fucking awkward. Right. Like, you know? <laughs> well, my friend, I think there's 10 or 11 inch difference but I was like somewhere up there though like with her because I think he's like five six four and she's like five five ish yeah something like that so yeah it's a big difference but I yeah just uh I think that could be a challenge <laughs> I read a, a rom a, a romance novel where she was like 411 and he was 65 and I was like that's too much. What is yes. there's like a basketball <laughs> player or some, some sports guy and so he and he, literally his lady is like half his height cuz he's enormous <laughs> and she's super tiny though and I was just like how do you make that work? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that with like Shaq was dating someone that was like really short compared to him and someone made a joke about it. They were like trying to put a couch in a VW Bugs <laughs> trunk. And I, was, I laughed so hard because it's like I didn't exactly want to picture that. So thank you for that one. But, <laughs> but it was really funny because it's like, yeah, when when like really, really tall guys date like super tiny petite women, it's kind of funny. I also get annoyed with that too and it's like so why do you short ladies need to like take all the tall guys though like you you have like anyone else is taller than you don't need them like let them be but i mean in that romance novel that i read with the short woman she said she literally wouldn't date anyone over like 511 and he's like what why and she's like well because the tall women deserve the tall guys and like, and I was like, that was very kind of you. Yeah. She fell in love with him anyway. Uh-huh. I, I mean, yeah, like you can't but always it's control what that, that happens. But yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, <laughs> side note, Johnny Boy. I just I saw. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about here. Maybe that explains my strange dreams where Chris Chan visits me and I scream at him. Then he turns into Chupacabra and starts singing Dragostad and Tay. Coincidentally. I was just showing Alex and Juliet my Dragostunton Day video <laughs> that I danced to in high school with a friend for talent show. So Yeah, that was funny. Um, and I showed you. Oh my gosh, uh, your dance. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, I know. We will be using it was, Technically, it's aerobics. Uh, <laughs> well. And, and finally, people get to see me below. <laughs> yeah. So eventually, we'll be using these for like opening credits yeah. for the new series on Friday. So that's why it's just animals. <laughs> yeah. Um okay. So Cyberpunk. One, yes. I haven't gotten I, I, I don't know why I keep using num- numbering things. I'm gonna say A. A. <laughs> I haven't gotten to this character yet, but it was when I was looking online, I was just like, this is an anime. Like, is Matthew Mercer going to be in here at all? And he is. He will be. <laughs> I don't know what episode he comes in, but I just saw him listed as one of the characters. And I'm like, good. You're supposed to be in everything. <laughs> this just this also seems like something like we need your deep voice in this cyberpunk show though. Like it's <laughs> um and I, I didn't recognize like any of the other videos though. Two of the other voice actors are the voice actors from Demon Slayer. Okay, I don't I haven't watched Demon Slayer. I did 
see, uh, I don't, I think it was episode three, maybe. So you haven't gotten there, but I was listening to the one guy. He was like very white and like, like scary businessman guy. Like he looked pretty white, he had multiple eyes. But, uh, but I was like, man, that really sounds like Stan Edgar from the <laughs> boys. Well, what's his name? John Carlo Esposito. Uh, John Carlo Esposito. John He's Carlo. amazing. Um, yeah. And I was like, yep, that's him. Like, but I'm like, there's no mistaking that voice. Like he just has such a, that, that timbre and stuff, but. He's amazing. I love him. When he, he played Sidney Glass on Once Upon a Time and, uh, He's not actually on the show much, but he's he he. It's funny because he's like he's kind of like not that interesting as Mr. Glass in Sydney Glass in uh, Once Upon a Time, and his like career is just taken off at, in recent years, and he deserves it because he's a good actor. But I think he's actually gotten better in recent years too. <laughs> um. I like <laughs> G-Man. There is no war in bossing. Say, I like them there. Also, sorry, I was just thinking about how you don't like hugging again. So, <laughs> but I was trying to think of like when people hug you, do they not like they just stay like when women hug you and you don't want the chest area, do they not bend it? Because I was trying to think of like how I do it. I lean down. So like we're head to head, like I would make sure that the person said like, you're, like, you're like not head to shoulder i know yeah yeah women have not done that and i'm like that's just weird that, like, yeah it is weird that's what i was trying to think of like if i've ever had but i mean i haven't had that issue most women haven't been tall there have been a couple and i'm trying to think of how i had <laughs> no i think i've always been above shoulder to everyone though too no matter what height like, uh, whatever direction though so i was just realizing like i've never had an issue of anyone being close to my chest before like i don't want <laughs> their faces there either yeah, like you don't want your boobs in their face. I don't. I can imagine. I don't know. Like I find it really weird when women don't account for that for when a woman is much shorter than them in a hug. Like, which is why I don't. I'm like I don't know. I don't know which one you're gonna go with. Or if you're gonna be the reasonable person who makes sure like your boobs aren't in my face, or you're gonna be the weirdo who's okay with it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um. So. As of episode one of Cyberpunk, you liked it? Yeah, I did. Um, it made me sad, though. Like, yeah. It's, it's no, it's like, so... I mean, like, I'm not surprised that it made mm. me sad. Honestly. Yeah, I expected, like, what would happen. Um, it was, uh, I mean, it was so, like, it's Cyberpunk, so I expect it to be dark and kind of, like, awful. And, well, we talked about vaginas before so we yeah. well i think g-man's referencing that carter was ta- was supposed to be talking about boobs like he mentioned that yes did and i don't know g-man can you c- let us know did carter not get to boobs at all yesterday because he <laughs> did say that at the beginning and keith the hat guy was waiting for it as well i remember that in chat so did carter <laughs> not get into it i mean if I not then good on- like we're <laughs> Everyone's on tether hooks. Does does yeah. is he gonna talk about boobs? <laughs> we got you though. We got you, boob, boob. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about vaginas, boobs, boobs. penises <laughs> exploding. We I like to yeah. reference the boys stuff all the time. Small boobs. Oh my god, that reminds me. So you know how everyone's bitching about the the flute, the crystal flute, and Wizzo? No. No, okay. So you've not heard about this. So Lizzo and the Crystal Flute. It sounds like I'm talking about a middle grade fiction title. But um, 
what happened is, is that Lizzo played, she's a pop star, really overweight pop star. I see that. I, I think I've heard yeah. I don't know her you know, she, music. She played James Madison's crystal flute on stage. Oh, I see. And some people are, yeah, some people are claiming that it's like a, an affront to history or whatever. And like someone, I think it was Iona, uh, had said, uh, I just think flutes need to, should be played. And I replied, uh, maybe not crystal ones though. Meat ones, yes. <laughs> yeah. I and I was trying to think of I mean, like I think they should be played. Like mine hasn't been played in forever and it's not in good condition anymore. I don't even know it's played. Most flutes are made not made from crystal. But crystal, yeah. So then I don't I mean, I, I'm not sure how I feel about like if it's not going to harm it. I I don't I used to be and I still kind of am like I'm naturally someone like, oh, I, I don't want to like touch something. Like I want to keep something locked away for like in, in like pristine condition or something. I don't even have anything that's that is like that now too, but like a mint <laughs> condition kind of thing. But like, but even stuff that isn't necessarily like, oh, it's not a collector's item. It's just something like I want to like remember this forever and remember it as is. But then, and I've tried to get more in the mentality of like, why should it just not be used though? Like why, like why, like wouldn't it be better to like you make something like where it's not just sitting there forever. So, and that's a mentality that I have to like try and get myself into. So, and I understand like historic, like, Hey, like there, I think you need to be careful with stuff though, but like (laughs) if it's going to shatter, this is is a fair point. She was awful. And she played (laughs) well, it would have been a non-issue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I have no idea. I don't, I just heard the name and I don't know her music, but yeah, if it was bad and And the performance. Yeah. Uh, Lizzo. I know everyone freaked out when Lady Daughter played John Lennon's white piano, and I didn't think it was that big a deal. Oh, really? I didn't. No. See, this is what I mean. I, I don't pay attention to like the people in like pop culture world and stuff and all that. <laughs> like we watch, we will just watch things, and then and then you, you and I like get into like deep philosophical discussions based <laughs> on like the lives that they live and stuff. Too. And just like, hey, let's. They're not even talking about their writing anymore and just like <laughs> live their lives. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, well, I mean, that's the thing is that like, would we normally talk about these things? Probably not. Then you make a movie about it and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. let's talk about Elvis's life. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, how do we handle drug addictions or alcoholism and stuff too? Like, yeah. okay, let's talk about how the uh, place of the family unit and <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i know it's huh. just it, we we can't stay on topic about entertainment like <laughs> because i think like, like, that's what i find you like entertainment is good with like about the writing itself like i don't care about the real people so much unless it's like about real people like elf you know it was about elvis yeah, but rather elvis. than like i don't care about the actors necessarily like what are they doing with their lives today like who is dating who like i don't i just don't care like who played yeah, a flute like I just haven't cared about that, like the writing of of like okay like what was this this story about though and we'll like you know criticize that and then and then it's just like oh how does that affect us and like or like people's lives uh, generally so I like those I like these conversations. Though. I feel um, like we're doing a very musical kind of episode, and I appreciate the sweater you're wearing. <laughs> yeah. 
As a reminder, I will, even though we're talking about Elvis, though, like I'm not going to play any Elvis songs, but I will play a bad rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody post credits mm-hmm. tonight. So stick around yes. if you want. That's a biopic I've not watched either. The Queen one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. I. I don't know how I, I think I was hesitant. I don't think it was going to be good. I did watch, uh, what was the, was it Elton John? Was that one that they did of him? And the guy who was in, uh, it was in Kingsman. He played him because he really loves him. I think it's uh, Elton John musical. Like John, Elton John was in Kingsman, the Golden Circle. So I'm like, oh, and then, yeah, great. And then he played, yeah. And then he, uh, I think so. Hang on, let me film what was it called it was called rocket man oh yeah 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 so i i did see rocket man and then and what's his name who played eggsy uh oh, Tara. Eggsy. Eggert, Eggert. yeah Eggerton. yeah he, so he that's funny that he i guess like yeah he i think he really is a fan of ellen john so maybe that's why he was in the film in the second one anyway yeah <laughs> um okay back to to cyberpunk. Oh, it's Johnny Boy say jokes on Lizzie Madison also uses the food as a sex and he used his own <laughs> stuff that and food. Um, the, yeah, let's let's so talk about edge runners. My thing <laughs> with, with edge runners was that I felt like I I needed to watch more episodes because I was like, what is the plot of this show? I don't know the game. And then when I watched the first episode, I was just like, I don't know what what where they're headed like what the goal is of it and so and that when i read a thing about like oh he's a mercenary blah blah, blah i always forget that mercenary doesn't mean that you're a murderer like that you don't go kill people you're just like doing jobs though so i was like how come he's not killing anyone and, <laughs> and then like in deadpool he mentioned it too i'm like he's a mercenary but they he does kill people but you don't have to um, yeah well and i from the first just from the first episode alone i was like so he has no money um, he has no home. He has nothing by the end, except for this tech. I was like, so are we looking at an in time? I don't know if you know that movie kind of plot here. Um, stars, a that in sync damn member. I can't, what's you his don't name? know the difference. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Uh, between yes. <laughs> and, and, uh, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And well, only one of the ten of them is still super famous. Doing something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. Um, but yeah, like it, it's a pretty good movie, pretty good sci-fi movie. But basically, it's about how unfair the world is, and uh, he manages to um, have one up on the world. Finally, after his mother dies. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking of it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. From that first episode, because like the world is so damn unfair in cyberpunk, especially to this kid. Um, and I God, watching that that other that rich kid at mm-hmm. the academy beating the shit out of him, I was like, cons- like I don't think this kid deserves an ass beating. I think he deserves to die. Like that's how much I did not like that kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like. Cause- he almost started like making a point where it's like, Hey, like, I don't care that you're not rich. You know, like there are people who can get in on scholarships and do it, but like, you just don't fit. And I was like, 
I kind of agree that like if you're having like a classmate who's really problematic and trouble like and, and really disruptive though it's like yeah like technically but like but you're being an asshole about all of this though like you don't need to be like, he didn't need to take it that far yeah, That's the yeah. Thing. he took it way too far right well, and then also I didn't like his mother like the way she like wanted him to like advance it's like She's mm-hmm. like, I got dreams for you. They're dreams that I can't do. So I'm going to live through you vicariously um, by forcing you to do this. And it's like, this is not working. Like, I'm well, sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, I think this might have been in episode two or three or something. But like Lucy, is she in episode one? Yeah. Okay. Um, so. She's the, the white haired girl that like does stuff. I can't remember. If, if she oh no, she she's barely in it. Okay, okay. So it's she like, gets more involved later, but she but she even mentions too, or it's like, well, you don't have to live like your mom's dream. That like, so you can you need to find your own dream. So like, she even like calls it out though, which I thought was good. Or and he was just like, well, it's not always bad to like do that. But her thing was like, no, like you should find your own dream and figure out what you want. Um, but that was also in like a bunch of other like hey here's some shady stuff that we're all doing here and like <laughs> mercenary work and stuff um like this point that uh, this thing awesome one says she was like the mom on forrest gump they did the the bullies did imply that she was screwing like the head of the school yeah to keep the kid in the in the school i don't i don't know if that was just bullshit from the bully or if that was real i'm not sure yeah yeah i i wasn't sure about that either like it seemed like they might have made it oh well do you mind if i spoil something then okay so she and later on when he joins like the mercenary gang he finds out that she was like a drug dealer to the guy such as like they were she was their like source or something so like she was already kind of thought she was doing things she shouldn't have been doing yeah yeah like you know, I did. I did get that perspective from just the first episode that she was up to shit. Right. Where did? Where else did he get that tech from? Like mm-hmm. she had that. So obviously. Right. So that she got it somehow, and yeah, she <laughs> stole it off the body. I'm pretty damn sure when she yeah. picked up the body. <laughs> right. So, uh, but like she's not being portrayed as like a bad person. But like, you're like yeah, like you know, you're as a kid though. I'm, I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be, but like yeah, like you're definitely in a sucky situation and like he and he had to take it where it was just like man this just happened like yesterday my mom it, it, like like I, I didn't have a dad now she's gone and like and he's just kind of like okay like uh, not to because you're in a world where there's like explosions and fire and death and and murder and stuff like all the time so my my thing too is like i get it this is the genre this is the world that you're in like in a, in a city, <laughs> i want i would like to believe that that you're probably regardless of what's going on you're probably better off like safer and stuff if you're trying to like i don't want this life for you i want something better move out of the city like i just know that from like <laughs> real life experience now too it's just like i want to get away from like the city life where all the craziness is going on going into a more rural area like yeah your options are more limited as far as like the the variety of like career paths and stuff too but like if your goal is for like i want you to like you know, have a good life and stuff too and like there, there are ways, or you can live more simply. Yeah. Like when you're at risk constantly about anything happening ever, I'm like, why would you not just want to get out of this area? I do want to talk about the car crash for a moment. 
Sure. Because I find this part very important. So like they're having their conversation. She just did that bullshit where she basically tried to live through his life. Um, and then he, of course, like any kid would basically went, Oh yeah, sure. Mom, I'll do it. You know, like when she pulled out the waterworks, but anyway, so then they, the shit pops off and someone shoots through their car to the car on the other side of them. And then there's all this crashing and shit going on ahead of them. Mom doesn't hit the brakes. She mm. just drives right into the fray. <laughs> They're literally, like, literally, like, no defensive driving whatsoever after yeah. they're in front of them. Why didn't she break? Yeah. Why didn't she? Maybe the maybe she couldn't. Maybe with all that shooting, it. But she, they should have shown something. That she instead. tried, yeah, yeah, something like I like. But instead, we just did. Oh, we did all this action. They ran into it. How did they run into it? You have to answer this question because uh-huh. breaks exist. They even exist in cyberpunk. Okay, so like yeah. that part like jangled kind of bad but the rest of it i i really enjoyed i just wish they had fixed that one part it part of it has to do with maybe animation like maybe they didn't like in writing style they're like oh because you just write it and say that oh because uh of all this this action she they have a car crash and she gets injured or whatever but like when they animated it the way they animated it there's the the violence and the, the crashing ends up happening so far in front of them that she should have been able to stop. And they didn't give us an answer for why she didn't. And I, that's my, my issue with that sequence. Right. I know I, that's fair. I don't think, I'm not sure if I thought about that because I, maybe I just wasn't like watching closely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, why wouldn't you try? <laughs> that my, I think my, I, I think I like it. I think my issue is just that, is, is that I think I read that this is like a, a just a mini series though. It's like 10 episodes and I think it's done. And I think that's what I would have preferred because I was just like, what is the plot here? Like what is, what's, you know, like his, the raison d'etre, I guess, of the character or something. But like, I don't, cause I just don't know like, oh, it's just him. What, like becoming something is he going to become some well-known that are like i don't know so i think it's just like if it were going to be a continuous series for however long like okay maybe you're j- but even that like i don't know i think i just need i need to know like what is the general pl- if it if it is just him like oh he becomes a mercenary and he goes around so but i think i was just unclear with like is that like the plot of the show and <laughs> and i'm still not sure like are you building more to something or this is just like yep this is your thing and and i think maybe if it were a little if that happened in the first episode if they could say like yeah like yeah like we're we have the exposition exposition and then we're building up to like this is what this show is and then we're moving forward i think that would help me more even if it you're were like a longer sure episode yeah you're not sure what you're waiting for yeah yeah and so then and so then i just keep like and i might be waiting the entire time and be like oh we're done like i thought there was gonna be like or if i just know that like this is what what like i'm not waiting anymore this is what we're doing here and i just don't and i'm still not certain until like episode four it seems like it is just like oh how he develops his uh his uh path in in the gang thing and the mercenary but i'm just like but i don't know like is there more to it or is there like when he uses that chip and now he's just like trying to figure out like the powers and stuff too like are you going to become like some sort of hero or something like i don't know 
Um, <laughs> and it's only 10 episodes long, so I'm just like, where are we going? Um, <laughs> but I am going to watch Wait, If you don't know where it's going, like I, I, like, I do think maybe they didn't hit that well enough in the first episode. Like, what are we waiting for? Like, that's... Yeah. A fair problem to have like I de- after yeah. the first I definitely was like I need to watch the second one now because like I just don't know like what I like I really which was good I guess where it was something where I'm like hey I want to but not everyone's gonna want to do that like because they're like I don't even like I'm not interested like I don't know what was going on I'm gonna stop though but yeah so it, it's a little risky with that but like for me I'm, I'd like to know things so it's just like, <laughs> it's going, keep watching. I don't like yeah. that knowing. Um, yeah and then once I've committed, then I'm like, oh, no, it's only 10 episodes. I have to finish the rest now. Like, <laughs> it is not that long. Like, yeah. And they're like, it's a half hour format. So. Mm-hmm. And I like it well enough, but I was just like, even if I hated it, I was like, no, it's 10 episodes. I've watched three. Like, I got to I gotta persevere here. <laughs> just finish <laughs> um, No, that makes sense. But yeah, I don't think I have anything else to say yet. Maybe I will have more. Like, maybe <laughs> once I finish it and then just know, like, the ending and stuff. Like, there was a plot. <laughs> There was a goal here. Um, oh, I don't know if this is in it. I'm still waiting for him to say the word dude. I don't know if you're talking about edge runners, but I was thinking, I, I don't think I, I get it. Like it makes sense, like the, the lingo that they've got there, but I'm like, I think I'm bothered by a lot of it too. Or I'm just like, I don't want to hear all, all the way that they speak about stuff sometimes for, because it just kind of sounds a little cheesy, but I'm like, I guess it makes sense. You kind of have like this inner city, a cyberpunk you know thing like where they're they're gonna have a lot of uh you know like hey like my peeps and then whatever whatever uh nicknames for things like for their own things that are in yeah. the world too. so i'm like wait what's the original one and now you're having like a nickname for it and all that yeah but, so like i get well, it like, when I, he calls i mean i know world building wise cyberpunk has a world like it is there like choom he keeps talking yeah. people choom yeah and then like he says, like, uh, it's time that I got chromed up. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's, and and I felt that way when we were reading Neuromancer for the book mm. club. I was like, oh, there's such a world here. Everyone is speaking in slang that I don't know. I feel like I need a glossary of terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a I little get, easier in a TV show to me, but like. Uh, yeah, it's easier to get the context from like, okay, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's like man, world building wise, cyberpunk kind of is just like it. it it's set, like it's got it's mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's not the only one who uses tune. I still don't really understand. I don't know how to define tune, tune, but tune. <laughs> yeah, but like other people have used it too in other episodes. So, but I'm just like, I don't know why this is the word, but <laughs> I just think of it as pal. Like you can say oh, it negatively okay. or positively. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm like not translating. Your pal, friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not your buddy guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Wallace says my first experience with that was a clockwork orange. I do love a clockwork orange. I That's haven't seen really it. I've seen it like once like twelve years ago, but I did really enjoy it because I really liked the psycho guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, very say, good movie. I didn't run it because I think last time we talked about it I was talking about Alex, but I was talking about other Alex, not this Alex. <laughs> um, no, I am white Alex. You're white Alex, right? Even if other people are white, you are still white Alex. 
Exactly. <laughs> I, just, I don't even know. I would just say outer passion zone saying you can be thick, just don't look like a melted candle, okay? <laughs> you can't live out. Oh my god. I love that. Candle. That is that's amazing. <laughs> Didn't see that till now. Uh yeah, okay. That's a fair fair opinion, I think. <laughs> oh, no, there was I haven't like, read it. Like, it does have a yeah there's a book i know there's but i just know there's a glossary with it that makes sense although uh god train spotting has a book too that's what the the, the movie train spotting is based mm. on a book and it's written in scottish vernacular i don't i dialect and it's it's like impossible to read like if you really? are not scottish essentially <laughs> like uh, god i hope you like there's no translation for it because it's technically english it is english but it's just a very very different dialect and mm -hmm. it's really hard to read <laughs> i think of like you know you have like pigeon english type of thing where it's just like oh like you're using words differently like here are like words that i know in english but you might be using them differently because you're stringing them along and, and whatever uh language you're using there's these there's some really funny like videos and tweets from scottish people like i i i have a lot of love for scotland and like the tw they tweet in the same dialect written like they and it's it's like what i don't know what they're saying like i honestly have no oh. idea what they're saying outer passion zone says uh, I think he's saying he's Scottish too. And Winky Winky Woo is also Scottish. I got a lot of Scots yes. here. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in Ireland. So <laughs> Irish people. I almost, if it weren't for the coof, I would have visited Ireland a couple of years ago. But it, now instead we bought a house in the middle of nowhere with that money. So yeah. I was, uh, I did my uh, country report on Scotland when I was a mm. kid. I even bought, I bought like a full flag, Scottish flag, <laughs> hung on my door, all my, like all the rest of my childhood, it was on my door. I don't know that thing is anymore. <laughs> but yeah. About the Pixar movie Brave. I didn't like it. <laughs> I figured that if you're like, if you're super into Scotland, like you're probably not going to like some, something that's based on it though too, because you might have be more particular. It, actually, my, my complaints are more about the story. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like a lot of Pixar movies now are teaching like really bad lessons to children like just really weird stupid shit that doesn't make sense like The Incredibles taught like this weird lesson like it was actually like anti-feminist it was all like oh no the girl should stay with the baby and I was like what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and um and then like Coco is all like, it's totally fine if your family is abusive and hates your dreams. <laughs> you should love them anyway. I was like, that's terrible. Don't <laughs> I don't like that Disney made, was it Merida from Brave? A Disney princess because yeah, she is weird. from Pixar. She's not in a singing like the Disney princesses all sing. And she is, so I'm, I'm really bothered by that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, maybe at some point when we, well, we're doing like horror stuff coming with, with October, but then we can also not, I mean, 
when we're not doing like here's the current thing we'll just go back like let's talk about disney like all the princesses princess movies or something yeah <laughs> pixar movies um, <laughs> rank those up is still my favorite pixar movie i think it always will that be. movie is amazing um, so i don't blame you yeah <laughs> no matter what, I don't care how great other movies might come out but uh up is always gonna be there for me um okay so we're doing auction. If you guys have suggestions for horror movies and TV shows, that's what we're going to do for October. I think we've already discussed that we're doing Hocus Pocus two since that's coming out. So we'll watch that for yeah. Uh, is that coming out on streaming or is that in theaters? I think it's on streaming. It's okay. gonna, I think it's going to be on Disney Plus because okay. the, I think it was originally like a TV movie. Was a TV movie? The, yeah, I thought so. One, yeah. Um. So we're gonna. Watch. I need to rewatch the original then too. So we're gonna do that. And I don't if you Ooh. if you think you can American Werewolf in London. Okay, uh, I don't think I've seen that either. So, but I was also gonna say if you think you can finish Scream Queens, that's been a long time. I am I'm in sure. season two. I am. If you think you can do that by next week, we could do and that. It is making me laugh quite a bit. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, need to, I might need to rewatch stuff too though because I need to refresh my memory. It's been a while. <laughs> Uh, okay, I need to write these down. What do we have here? An American Werewolf in London. An American Werewolf. Jester Parker looked like a real person in the first one. Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Yeah. But her is like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I will say this again next week, but I've... I know everyone loved Hocus Pocus. And I've just never heard, like, it's always been a thing. It has never been my thing. I, I never understood the hype for it, though. Like, it's okay, but I just never got, like, why is that? Everyone I know love it so much. So just keep that in mind for me watching the second film. Uh, but I'll talk about that again next week. So, yeah, Hocus Pocus 2, and we'll try Scream Queens if you can finish that. And I, I wrote these movies down, so if you guys have other suggestions, horror TV shows. I do also like Scream, um, the TV series. They, I like seasons one and two, but then three was meh. Because they just changed it all and took it to the inner city, and like they had completely new characters and stuff. So it's just like, why? Why do I want to care about these people? Um, the, the addiction, addiction. yeah, the addiction 1995 academic vampires on heroin. I don't know what that means. I did just watch, uh, what was it called? Blood and Chocolate, and that was a some sort of it was technically foreign film. They spoke English though, but it was. It was we watched it for a bad movie night, not for a Discord bad movie night, but my friend's bad movie night, and it was bad. It was really boring. It was really, really <laughs> lame. About and they called the whatever the French it was it Lou Gar Lou Guru Lou Guru I think Lou Lou Guru Lou Guru for uh which in yeah Lou L O U P hyphen G A R O U Loop Guru I don't think they pronounced the P though when they were saying that's it. weird you're uh, like. Uh, when people like talk about loop gurus in America, they always say the P. They oh well they I've seen too like in uh, oh here it is it's uh, in the Caribbean they spell Luguru L O O G A R O O which makes it like oh from the French and then in the Caribbean so like you've got like the changes from that too like but it has like French heritage stuff but yeah I don't think they pronounce it and judge 
based on the Caribbean one, yeah, they don't have the P either. But so it translates to werewolf. And then my boyfriend was saying how like, hey, because I was like, why aren't they changing into werewolves? They're changing into just wolves, which is like <laughs> less, I mean, it's still like threatening, especially when there's like a bunch of them, but it's like less cool when it's just, and he's like, because they're Lugurus, they're not werewolves, they're Lugurus. And I looked it up and I'm like, Luguru means werewolves. <laughs> like the dictionary at least says like the only definition it gives there is uh uh, well, hang on, I just said werewolf, I think. It was, yeah, it's a noun, a werewolf. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Uh, see, Wallace Williams says no P. No P. Yeah, it's French for werewolf, yeah. And so then I was like, why are they just changing into, like, full-on wolves? And they had real wolves. And then I also felt bad because I was like, I think you're just getting these real wolves to fight each other. And, <laughs> oh, and I God. hope they're not getting <laughs> injured. Um so yeah, it was bad in multiple levels. <laughs> <laughs> There's one of the Dresden Files books, this Full Moon, is all about werewolves. I love that book. That one is one of the better ones, honestly. Because really? he, he it actually has all these different types of werewolves. Like one of them is like they just turn into wolves. And then another one is the Luguru. He tur- he turns into a huge monster and he's dangerous and he's terrifying. He breaks through walls and shit. One was uh, people who have the mind of a wolf, so they're kind of like uh, idiot, violent monsters. Um, And then the fourth one was a wolf that turns into a human. And I was like, ah. I I haven't read Justin Files. It does interest me because when it's just like, oh, you're like a wizard detective like that's cool which it kind of it seems like it, it could fit with like she hulk just because you're like oh here's wizard detective stuff with supernatural thing. and then she hulk is like here's supernatural things in in like the law and 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 court system and stuff so i kind of that's why on a on a concept i like these ideas the thing is about um the dresden files is that all the supernatural shit, the urban fantasy stuff is underground. Like not everybody knows mm, that mm. like all that ghosts and werewolves and vampires exist. Right. Like, and not everyone acknowledges it. Like most people, like you get in trouble essentially if you reveal these things. It's, it's sort of more like world of darkness level uh, and, and I don't know if you've ever played any World of Darkness. You no, know, I know. You've talked about it a little bit before. Yeah. But it's like there's um, in the vampire one that they call it the masquerade. You're not allowed to like show people that you're a fucking vampire. You know, it's a mm. violation to do so. Uh, so shit like that. Like it's not really like an it's not a it's a secret. Most people are, are, are quiet about it. Um, only a few people uh, regular humans know about this. So right. it's not like it's not like She-Hulk because She-Hulk like everybody knows superheroes exist. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they're <laughs> aware know, of all this, say, this fantasy and stuff now. Yeah. No, I yeah. get that. I just meant that like you kind of have like oh you're solving mysteries. Oh now we're like uh, like you you solve the mystery or crime and then you take it to like I just like the the connection of like now we're taking it to the court system like you like you would have it seems like something where you're like you would have a wizard detective in She-Hulk too or just like yeah like look I was uh, PI or something and like, <laughs> here's this 
so I just kind of like the the concept of like the, the fantasy among like like the city and stuff too. Um, I feel like he, that he, he does everything too because it's like werewolves, vampires, uh, ghosts, uh, demons, uh, angels. Bay. Mm-hmm. like everything is in Dresden Files. A lot like, like weird like mass monsters. At one yeah, point, like, fish monsters. Um, so yeah, he doesn't. Oh, uh, Skinwalkers Kuh-wa. and Bigfoot. Like everything is in Dresden Files. Like he's like, oh, I never wrote a story about Bigfoot. I guess I gotta do that now. They exist too. Yeah. <laughs> like, like every time he runs out of an idea, he just runs out of ideas he just grabs from what like it? fish monsters really called in D D we have a kua to kuo toa um oh. i mean there's different kinds too but i just remember the kuo toa using them yeah i do want to read that i'll read those eventually someday there's <laughs> Maybe a lot of them audio- though so. oh, i've heard maybe if they're an <laughs> audiobook form maybe i'll get those they are more likely to <laughs> um all right well I think we can wrap up. And then again, post credits, going to play a bad version of Bohemian Rhapsody. I uh, will mess up. going to stumble and probably just because I don't like, I like to correct it and, and move on. <laughs> um, we've got book club this Sunday. Email me, speak at unsafespace.com if you'd like to join at 12 p.m. Eastern. Salman Rushdie of the Satanic Verses. <laughs> And tomorrow, and tomorrow we've got uh, mm-hmm. two p.m. Eastern or two p.m. Pacific, five p.m. Eastern. Julia, Alex, and I will be hosting a new series, and uh, and John Delarose will be the the guest. We'll be talking about news and stuff of the week. I have to look up and see what happened this week. <laughs> okay, because uh, I don't think I have to do. I don't. I'm, I only know some of the Biden things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anything else then that we need to announce? I don't think so. I think that's everything. Okay, yeah, I'm tuckered. I'll, I'll, my excuse to being bad at piano is that I'm tired too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. Appreciate it. Uh, if you stick around after the credits, I'm just going to play some <laughs> piano. Alex, you don't feel the song is like eight minutes long. So, you guys don't. Oh, I'm so. not sitting around that long. <laughs> Try to play the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, um, just for the heck of it, for the lulls. Okay. Um, because it's it is a fun song though, but it is forever. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> it takes a while. But all right, thank you guys. Have a good night, and thank you, Alex. And I'll see you tomorrow then for the new series. Um, okay, and credits. Bye. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning. 
This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production is known by the state of California to cause unregulated ideation that may be harmful to bureaucrats. Association with the following individuals or tacos is strictly prohibited. Apropos of nothing, I was just wondering how would you feel about another pandemic? Your president is in full control of his mental faculties. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice courtesy. Never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake. Hopefully you can still hear. I don't know if you can hear or not. But uh, all right, this is gonna be bad. I don't even need these headphones because there's no one to talk back. Can you hear this? I can't even read anything. Yes, Alex says yes. Okay, so let's try this.
how nervous I would be. I messed up so many times. All right. Well, thank you guys. Have a good night. Oh, can I have a Christmas party? No. I'm going to get on my knees now and <laughs> turn this off. Thanks. Christmas play at, play at your Christmas party. Yes, I can. <laughs> I need to just, I have Christmas songs, but I need to do that. Relearn them. Um. All right. Bye, guys. Have a good night.